It's Free Talk Live, and you're welcome to join us here. The toll-free number is 855-450-FREE, and this is the live Sunday edition of the show. Uh, uh, Once again, 855-450-3733 is our number. Joining you here tonight, you've got Ian. Richard Rich. And Mark. Okay, so uh, (laughs) apparently there's been another shooting. Okay, so last night I predicted that if these uh, shootings kept up, that there would be some kind of gun ban in the offing, and uh, uh-huh. I, I I can't believe the pace at which these uh, shootings are are happening. I think that it's going to, what you're going to find is, is you're going to find some people beginning to break, like, okay, we got to do something, whatever it is, we got to do something. Now, what I found the most amusing today is I was listening to NPR on the way in, which I often do. And the NPR, NPR White House correspondent said something to the effect of, well, Trump's going to have to stand up to the NRA and blah, 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 right? And I'm like, you understand that if Trump stands up to the NRA, right, like Trump does everything in his power over the course of the next two years to stand up to the NRA or stop uh, gun violence or, or whatever, that if Trump uh, keeps the United States out of every war possible, if Trump does, uh, like if Trump made Obamacare Trump care, that the people who hate Trump would still not vote for Trump in 2020. Mm-hmm. Therefore, why in the world would Trump ever do some crap like that for the children? You got to you got to protect America. America well, yeah, first. right. Like some some babbling nonsense. So uh, apparently the latest killer is you know, we just people have found out who this guy is. They're just now looking into him. Uh, the latest killing fields in uh, Dayton, Ohio, outside of a bar called Ned Peppers. According to a story from CNN.com, there are at least nine who have been shot dead, 27 others injured. One of the dead is the suspect's sister, oh, how apparently. Awful. Um, this suspect, Connor Betts, did not apparently make it out alive. He was allegedly killed uh, in some sort of a conflict with police. And well, I think I'm kind of glad to hear that part. And Better than getting arrested like the other the Walmart guy. It's just, he's yeah. just a drain on society's uh, resources at this point. There's a little bit of information here that Heavy.com has put together about him. Five fast facts you need to know. He was apparently body armor wearing. Yep, and masked. Well, now the some of the uh, Democrat, uh, you know, candidates are calling for the bans and body armor. Betts was age twenty four from Bellbrook, Ohio. Witnesses say he was wearing all black when he opened fire. Betts was killed by police with six officers firing at least one round. Officials said the carnage might have been even worse if it weren't for their quick response. I can't believe the cops could see him in his tactical gear. On social media, the suspect's biography... It wasn't camouflaged, that's why it was all black. ...started to emerge on his Twitter page, reviewed by Heavy. He described himself as, quote, he slash him slash anime fan slash metalhead slash leftist slash I'm not, or excuse me, I'm going to hell and I'm not coming back. Unquote. He also wrote on Twitter that he would happily vote for a Democrat Elizabeth Warren. Praised Satan. Was upset, no, he won't. <laughs> was upset about the 2016 presidential election results and added, quote, I want socialism and I'll not wait for the idiots to finally come round to understanding. Exactly how are you going to get people to go for socialism by shooting them? I don't know. I don't either. Well, you, you take away the guns of the people who would fight back. 
and then you implement socialism where there's no resistance. Maybe there's the plan. According to, uh, let's see, a roundup of his tweets, he's tweeted about a variety of things. They link to that. I'll, I'll link to this over on our uh, our Twitter, twitter.freetalklive.com. We also are on Mastodon at Toot dot freetalklive.com i love how at the uh, after these things now we have to go through and uh, figure out the political sensibilities of each one of these lunatics well because you got to know if whether or not to be outraged uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> are we mad about this or not like was it, oh if he's if he was Republican, i'm mad about it no okay. matter what well, it's just i don't know what I, what conclusion i'm supposed to t- okay so this one's democrat that one was a republican the next one will be democrat the next last one will be republican. night he the, the guy that we talked about last night whatever his name was the killer in uh, texas yeah he was just like a total statist he had embraced yeah. all kinds of bad economic ideas the fear of immigrants from the republicans the uh, environmental fear-mongering from the democrats um, just an overall support of things like ubi the uh, universal basic income yeah nobody nobody uh, blamed yang for uh, this guy for that's this what guy's... some people were saying in our chat room was that he might have been a yang gang yeah Anyway, um, according to LinkedIn, Betts described himself as offering, quote, extensive customer service experience and described himself as, quote, good under pressure, fast learner, eager to overachieve. But his employment history consisted of service positions and the warning signs might date to high school when Betts may have written a hit list on a bathroom wall. Dayton police initially identified the shooter on Twitter as Connor Betts, but online and serv- uh, social media records give the spelling as Connor with an O-R. So there's a little bit of information about him. They then get into uh, his sister and some of the uh, the victims in this particular case. Um, there is not any manifesto yet that has come out. We don't know if uh, if that will or you know what motivated this this killing. Was it just that he hated his sister and decided to kill anybody who was nearby her? Or it doesn't seem like it was a coincidence that his sister just happened to be here, right? At like, the bar, yeah, where he decided to do started his shooting, yeah. So if you want to comment, you're welcome to join us here. Our number is 855-450-FREE. So uh, let's go to a story that's related to this, or maybe. We know it's related to the the shooter from last night, or the shooter from yesterday in in Texas, who was alleged to have been a user on the website 8chan. Not 4chan. Correct. The number 8 and then chan. I don't know if that's .com or .org or whatever it is. I have no idea. I'm sure you can Google it and, and find it. If you're dying to go talk to a bunch of uh, racist juveniles. Potential murderers. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, this is a story from the New York Times with headline, 8chan is a megaphone for gunmen. Uh, gunmen shut the site down, says its creator. So... So he no longer has control over the site then, as the creator? He does not, Knowing apparently. the kind of trolling that comes out of 4chan, mm-hmm. knowing very little about 8chan... And uh, it makes me immediately wonder what this guy is up to. Like, is he just trying to get? Is he just want to get publicity for his site? I mean, what exactly is he? Who God knows? Because I can't suspect. uh, I like I would suspect that uh, one a site like this would probably be back up in a short period of time, or you know, maybe not back up, but. They've moved on to something else. Yeah, or there's whatever. a zillion Chan sites out there. At least there was in the past. There's probably still dozens of them today. It just and stands for channel, right? I, yeah, I think it's, so. Yeah. It's like a message. The, the, it's my an anonymous message. It's an anonymous message board. Message board. Um, so you go in there and you pick whatever whatever interest you have, mm-hmm. and then you can chat with people who share the similar interest. 
or post photos or whatever it is that sure. they're, they're yeah. posting memes for instance yeah. the, the meme inter- there's the, different the, categories yeah. different uh, sub you know sort of like reddit where there's different sub channels or whatever yeah i mean but without voting well, not too long ago was it 4chan that was trying to convince the uh the people of africa that the west worshipped a god named ebola and had released <laughs> the Ebola upon them or something like some weird thing because they're always just trying to do something strange, uh, you know, whatever to some kind of just to get a reaction. They don't sure. care what it is. They're taking a po- pointy stick and poking it at the dog and see what the hell happens. A lot of the comedy on the internet originates at 4chan. Like it, it starts at 4chan somewhere and then propagates itself out till it gets to the social media yes. site that you're familiar with. That much is true, but there's a lot of crap, a lot of weird crap yeah. that goes on there too yeah and there's a channel for that and there's a channel for normal things as yeah. well if you you don't want to delve into that so the story here from new york times says frederick brennan was getting ready for church at his home in the philippines when the news of a mass shooting in el paso arrived his response was immediate and instinctive he said quote whenever i hear about a mass shooting i say all right we have to research if there's an 8chan connection he said about the online message board that he started in 2013 It didn't take him long to find one. Moments before the El Paso shooting on Saturday, a four-page message whose author identified himself as the suspected shooter appeared on 8chan. The person who posted the message encouraged his, quote, brothers on the site to spread the contents far and wide. And that is the uh, alleged manifesto that we shared most of last night on the air here on Free Talk Live. If you would like to uh, see that, there's a link up on our social media. You can listen to it, uh, comment it on on last night's show at freetalklive.com. The New York Times is saying this site ought to be taken down. And what will happen if they do that? It's Free Talk Live. Free Talk Live, dial toll-free and join us here, live Sunday edition of the show. You can join us at uh, number 855-450-FREE. That's the toll-free line, 855-450-3733. We have the Discord call-in line rooms over at discord.lrn.fm. Joining you tonight, it's Ian. Richie Rich. And Mark. If you are an individual who rejects the initiation of force and agrees to abide by the ethics of the non-aggression principle, get on over to liberty.menu. Where you can list the things that you do there. So other people who care about freedom can know that you exist and that you do those things. Maybe you'll get some new business out of it. It's a free listing, and if you want to list more than one thing, that's free too. Get on over to liberty.menu where you can do that. And uh, if you want, you can use code FTL on your user profile and get a free Talk Live listener badge. That's liberty.menu as we go to your calls and thoughts. We'll talk more about this New York Times piece proposing the ban uh, or the shutting down, I guess, of 8chan, which is a website on which apparently certain angry young males are talking about killing people, uh, including yesterday's alleged killer, uh, who is in custody after killing nearly two dozen people in uh, Texas at a Walmart, at and around a Walmart. We'll tell you more about that proposal coming up here in moments. But let's go to your phone calls and thoughts first, where Mark is on the line in Missouri listening to KFEQ. Hello, Mark. As Missouri, and I was just wondering, the other guy said something about uh, his penmanship was bad. Did he write that that manifesto out by hand? Who said that? No, I should have said uh, uh, prose. Maybe syntax or 
Yeah, something, anything grammar. besides that. But it's live radio, and sometimes you f it up. No, it was a tech. It was a text file. It was a PDF file that we downloaded yesterday. Yeah. Okay, and before that, you said something about the Republicans were pandering, weren't pandering to the Latinos. Uh, well, I think were the they, Republicans were they, pandering, you... were they pandering to the black people in the 1860s? Um, I don't think they were pandering, but I think that uh, likely the the most blacks when they were freed from slavery probably voted Republican would be my guess. Well, who was the first uh, black uh, senator? I don't what have any. I, 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 I'm not able to answer that. Sorry. I don't I don't know. Well, look it up on the Internet. I believe he was a Republican. He was the first black congressman. So what's the point you're trying to make here? Yeah, that seems to be in alignment with what Mark said that they would have voted Republican anyway. Yeah, I'm not clear what you're what you're getting at, Mark. It's it's not pandering when you're just trying to do what is right. Right. Uh, so uh, okay. Okay. So the point you're trying to make that the Republicans are trying to do what's right when it comes to immigration, and that that may not be going over well with the Latino community. Is that what you're trying to say? Well, I think it's going all over just fine with the Latinos because they know that. They had to come in correctly. We're not talking legal. We're talking illegal. Illegal immigration is bad. Legal immigration is not good. That's a terrible moral compass. Well, uh, regardless of how you well, feel I've about it. I've got your moral compass. I've got what is your moral compass? Do you judge morality based on I've what's got, legal or illegal? Well, we were talking about practicality I've here, gentlemen. Okay, now we got into morality. Huh? I've got three Mexican grandchildren. How many you got? None. None. What's that have many, to do with anything? How many Mexican children do you have? What does that have to do with anything? I asked you a question about morality. I asked you, do you determine your morality based on what's legal or illegal? Yeah, I do. Well, that's ridiculous, if sir. Break, if you're breaking that's the, the dumbest law, crap I've ever heard. Well, um, huh? The law is garbage. The garbage. The, gar- the law moral. is trash. There's plenty of garbage laws out there, and they all deserve to be broken okay. by good people, don't get, you think? Don't you think laws, it was the right thing to do, laws. sir, in in the uh, the 1800s to break the law and help hide people for uh, help hide escape slaves from you know the police and their masters? Uh, didn't they have a war over that? Excuse me. Didn't they have a war over that? I'm asking you a, a war whether you thought that it was the right thing to do to hide a slave. I, w- I wasn't there, but I would have hit a slave. Okay, so then you've now said to me that you've said two conflicting things. On one hand, you've said what is legal and illegal defines morality. Now you've admitted that what was illegal, that is to say hiding a slave, was actually in fact the moral thing to do. No, I did not. Oh, really? They so it was fighting. They were fighting a war over it before the war. So you're saying that it would be illegal. immoral. Hold on, I just want to clarify something. You're saying that if you were to have hidden a slave, you would have been doing something that was illegal, but yet you would also think that it was immoral. That you wouldn't think that you were right to do it. I would not have thought it was right. No, but you but would have, have done, done it anyway. Anyway. Why would you do something that you didn't think was right? Especially if it's illegal. Because it's the right thing to do, except for it was against the law. Oh, now so I'm the really law confused. doesn't define what's right and wrong? Well, the law defines everything. 
Yeah, very confusing, so, sir. Very uh, Mark, confusing. I don't understand any of that, but I'm going to go go on, and I want to yeah. talk about a practical stance for Republicans here. Because, look, man, this concerns me greatly. I'm not trying to be all let's open the borders and you know uh, make the Republicans all mad. I'm trying to come up with a solution that will make. Uh, you know, everybody that makes sense for everybody. And that's why I say things like let's open the borders and let free people who want to come here and work hard, come here and work hard. None of them will ever be able to receive any kind of government assistance. And none of them that come here will ever be able to vote. And I think that addresses some things. I believe it's an olive branch. One thing that's certainly true is, is if you look up the statistics is that Latinos are less likely to vote Republican than they were before 2001. Do you think by using that proposal, you would get less Democrats reaching out to right. minority Democrats voters? want Latinos to come to this country so that they'll vote Democrat. Yeah, that's the narrative. They don't want them okay. because they care anything about Latino families. Okay. They don't give a damn about that. They want them to come here to vote Democrat. And the Republicans are doing it, it, what would appear like everything to help them. Mm. And all I'm saying is, is that like it or not, that the the time has passed that there will be a majority of white babies born in this country. So if you brand your political party, we're the white guys, right? Then you have the dying political party whose demographics don't matter. Now, you could be like Mark here and believe that that's the right thing to do. And if you believe that's the right thing to do, you should do the right thing. However, consider the practical course of things uh, before you go and just uh, you know, run out there and oh, we'll get all them legals, lock them up and throw them out of the country or whatever. Do you care if the white party dies off? I don't care about any of it. All I'm telling my fellow Republicans out there is, ladies and gentlemen, this is a cat. There's an iceberg out there. Turn the ship. Turn the ship. And everybody's Uh like, no. This is the iceberg crusher. See, and I'm I'm okay if they all hit the iceberg. Right. Let them them bloom, sink. I'm leaving this country when I retire. I don't want anything to do with it anymore. Thank you, Mark, uh, for your call tonight, man. I appreciate hearing from you. The toll-free number, if you want to join us, say 55-450-FREE. We got more on 8chan. Should the site be shut down? If it is shut down, then what happens? Because the people who inhabit the site aren't going to disappear. Shut more, down, too. more coming up. It's Free Talk Live. Bitcoin.com has launched a trading platform at local.bitcoin.com, allowing you to buy or sell Bitcoin cash via dozens of payment methods like PayPal, Venmo, bank deposit, remittances, or meeting in person with cash. There are no ID requirements to sign up for and use the site, and all communications between buyers and sellers are encrypted. Finally, a global trading platform that respects your privacy. Visit local.bitcoin.com to get started trading Bitcoin cash. Local.bitcoin.com It is Free Talk Live, and you're able to join us here in the live Sunday edition of the show with you tonight. It's Ian. Oh, sorry, Rich. Let me try this again. Richie Rich. All right. And Mark. There we go. Uh, We're talking about the proposal to shut down 8chan, a website on which some of the murderers, like the, the alleged shooter from Texas yesterday, who is in custody, and we don't know about this new shooter uh, today in Dayton, Ohio. 
But at least the guy from Texas apparently was a 8chan poster. He allegedly posted his four-page-long manifesto on that site. The New York Times is now posting an article calling for it to be shut down. Is that the right solution? That's stupid on so many levels. It is, and we're going to get into why coming up here in moments. Your calls and thoughts are, of course, welcome. Whether it's on the shootings or whatever you want to talk about, you can join us here at toll-free number 855-450-FREE-LIKE-FREEDOM. Before we go on with your calls and thoughts, I do want to let you know about Bitcoin.com. It is one of the most renowned websites out there. Uh, It's a great URL, easy to go and learn about Bitcoin and Bitcoin Cash there at uh, Bitcoin.com. But they also have, in addition to a great news site and other features, they also have their new one of their newest sites, which is local.bitcoin.com. It's been open for, actually, as of today, two months. So it's just hit its two-month-long anniversary. It allows you to buy and sell Bitcoin Cash in a somewhat anonymous manner, meaning that there's no ID requirement in order to sign up for the site. And uh, all communications between buyers and sellers are encrypted. So you've got way more privacy when you're buying and selling Bitcoin Cash at local.bitcoin.com. And you can do it with dozens of payment methods. Some of the more high-risk ones, like PayPal and Venmo. Others not as high-risk, like a bank cash deposit or remittances. Or maybe even meeting somebody in real life. Uh, You can go to local.bitcoin.com to get started there. It's local.bitcoin.com. To Kirby in Indianapolis, watching us online on YouTube. Go ahead, Kirby. Hey, what's up, fellas? Hey, Kirby. Um, haven't called in a while just to preface this, man. I'm 58 years old. I'm black. And no, they should not shut down that website. First Amendment says we can say what we want to so long as we don't act out on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, these two shootings, these last two days, uh, I know somebody's going to throw rocks at me, but this is white terrorism, pure and simple. Uh, if, they, if these were Muslim guys, it would be Muslim terrorists. If they were Nation of Islam type, it would be Muslim domestic terrorism. But this is still terrorism. And One of the articles I read real type, quick, Kirby, uh, was describing the investigation as that of domestic ter- terrorism. Right. The guy Maybe. down in El Paso. Was, okay. Like, the, he, he fits every description you're going to c- yeah. come up with for terrorism. I don't know whether I can pass judgment on the, uh, the Dayton guy at this point. But maybe. So fresh. I, I don't know. I'm just throwing it out there that the, know, there's a narrative out there for domestic terrorism, white or otherwise. So it's yeah, not like yeah, they're glossing it, over there it. There is, but look how long it took them to do it. I mean, this is nothing new. Um, well, it's, it's day two, man. When my parents were <laughs> no. children, this happened every week in pretty much every city in America. And it's just now that in 2019 it's being called terrorism but be that as it may well they call the the guy uh, down in south carolina uh, a terrorist and that's probably been three or four years which guy this, the one uh, that shot up shooting? the black church Dylan okay. Roof. Uh, yeah. i mean yeah that yeah. guy's a and freaking terrorist burger king after after they arrested him he goes to burger king you know i mean but but what i'm get, getting to is that this is about this this how do I say this? Because I know I'm on the radio and I don't want to get you censored. Uh, <laughs> doo-doo runs downhill. Yeah, it mm-hmm. does. We got a president who emboldens and empowers these people. They were they woke up when Obama got elected because they were like Clayton Bigsby and they smelled that word. Well, and this latest guy, ele- hold on before you go on. This latest guy is not a Trump fan. 
the, uh, the the guy they're saying committed the act, uh, the, mur- the murders today in Dayton, uh, he describes himself as a socialist and was specifically speaking out against Trump's election on his Twitter. Twitter supported Elizabeth Warren. I was going to get to that again. He's dealing. We're dealing with somebody who's on a fringe. Sure. Anybody in America who calls themselves a socialist, a fascist, a white nationalist, a black nationalist—they're all on the fringe, and they should all be watched very, very carefully. Me personally, I'm stuck in the middle. Uh, I, I believe we should be seeking uh, equity and freedom, not in oppression. Uh, but again, I'm 58 years old, black, and I might not be that bright, but, uh, I don't leave the house without a firearm. I don't even go mm. to the latrine without a firearm. <laughs> that might be a little excessive. Thank you for your service. <laughs> Although there was an article recently about a guy who, uh, fended off intruders into his house with the gun he kept in his shower. Cause wow. he was in the shower at the yep. time when they broke in Amazing. and he had a shower gun. He had a wow. shower gun. He had a shower gun. Man had a shower gun. So, <laughs> you think you're paranoid. <laughs> you never know, man. Dude had a shower gun and you never know. It. Hey, uh, Kirby, thanks for sharing your thoughts here tonight. I definitely appreciate hearing from you, as always. Our toll-free number, if you want to join us, it's 855-450-FREE. That's 855-450-3733. Kirby's saying there that these uh, fringe t- you know potential terrorist types need to be watched well if they shut down 8chan it's going to make it that much harder yeah. to uh, to watch what these people are saying because you know we haven't gotten into the details here on what the founder of 8chan has to say about it according to the new york times but he's calling for his own website uh, to be shut down apparently and uh, if you shut this thing down the people who inhabit the site are just going to go somewhere else. They probably already have the somewhere else planned out and or uh, will create it when the time comes. Yeah. And there's a good chance I would I'll just go out on a limb here and say that they are going to go deeper underground. Dark web. Uh, to the dark web where 8chan is not a dark web site. Anybody can go to 8chan. They can look and see what's on 8chan. They can post there without having to download the Tor browser. It's not a requirement. But if you uh, you know if they want to have more privacy, then they can go to the dark web, and then you won't be able to easily or as easily trace the the host of the website. You won't know who is necessarily behind the website. You won't be able to find the website operator as as easily now. Obviously, we know that the federal government has managed to sort of uncloak some of the darknet marketplace websites over time and they've you know if they put enough resources into it they seem to be able to do that sort of yeah. thing but it's going to make it that much harder uh for people to monitor the site for people to access the site but yet all the people who want to will still find ways to do it and if hn is that popular where everyone is supposedly knows about it now right i'm sure there's already law enforcement watching that site monitoring mm-hmm. what's going on um, and then, like you said, if you shut it down, then what? Then they got to go they find it move. again and reinfiltrate it because they've moved. Yeah. Whereas now it is being monitored, and yet you know nothing is being done either. They haven't prevented any of those gunmen from going out and doing. Well, anything. yeah, I mean they're not going to. These people, the gunmen are crazy, but not necessarily stupid. So they're not going to likely post their itinerary of where they're going to go shoot. They're just going to post the the fact that they 
are going out in a blaze of glory and well, here's their manifesto. There, and the manifesto. Right. There is another libertarian argument here. The other libertarian argument is is that these people are threatening violence mm-hmm. with their uh, you know incitement to riot or you know basically the effectively putting out a hit on somebody. Hiring a hitman is not acceptable in the libertarian world. So at, uh, incitement to riot, there's an argument, is not acceptable in the libertarian world. However, if you take that uh, stance, in my opinion. You also say that all advocating for any government program is now hate speech mm-hmm. because you're advocating for a group of armed people to do your bidding. Because that's what's behind every government program. Every single government program has people. Who, yeah, right. I mean, it's just a group of people. Just a, it's just a group of people. But just because somebody on 8chan may uh, advocate for, as this shooter from yesterday apparently did, advocate for his, quote, brothers – to spread uh, the not only his manifesto, but to also in the manifesto, it recommends that they also follow suit and find targets and find you know easy targets to to shoot up. That was on the last page. We didn't get a chance to get that deep. We read like two and a half out of the the four pages uh, last night. Right. It got a little rambly and you know even crazier toward the end. The toll free number here is eight fifty five four fifty three four pages. He did. It was uh, mercifully brief and. So if one person posts a threat, that doesn't mean that everybody on 8chan is a bad guy or that everybody should be censored because of the acts of certain people. Uh, There's more on the way here. You can take control of the airwaves. This is Free Talk Live. Hey, it's Free Talk Live. You may take control of the airwaves here. Our toll-free number for you is 855-450-FREE-LIKE-FREEDOM. That's 855-450-3733. Tonight with you, it's Ian. Richie Rich. And Mark. Richie is one of the hosts of the Anarchist Experience. Tell me about it. Uh, Anarchistexperience.com. My co-host was uh, on a camping trip this weekend. So Uh I I covered uh, that that shooting a little bit from a different perspective. You mean the one in Texas? Yes. Yes. Um, and then uh, college admissions was uh, on on my plate this week as ah, far as okay. people scamming their way to get federal aid. So that was fun. Like the Lori Laughlin situation? Or? Not exactly the same thing. These okay. were they were uh, that wasn't federal, was it? No, they, they paid for it. They just fa- they just scammed their way to get into the college. Right. Okay. Got I don't it. know if it's a scam. This I mean, was this was people finding a loophole um, in in the guardianship laws, so they would give up guardianship of their of their teenager, you know, 17 years and 11 months. And that makes the, the 17 and 11 month old independent person and therefore qualifies for low income college aid hmm. because, you know, their wealthy parents no longer have any financial responsibility for them. Check them out over at anarchistexperience.com. That's correct. All right. And it is a podcast. You can download episodes there and subscribe as well at anarchistexperience.com. Let's go to Mike. He's in Chattanooga listening to WGOWFM. Go ahead, Mike. Hey, how you doing? Hey, what's on your mind? Hey, um, I, I just think that it's uh, it's kind of sad that this individual uh, has to, you know, feel, feel the need to go and slaughter 20 people and, and attempt to kill more, obviously. It's horrifying. Um, yeah, it's horrifying. And I, I also, I mean, I've, I've been, I'm 45 now. I spent most of my life in law enforcement. I worked in corrections. I worked in police patrol. I've been on special units, all that kind of stuff. And uh, I'm, I'm, I'm a pro gun guy. I'm mm-hmm. kind of like a caller before. You know, I, I, I play golf. I got my gun. I go to the bank. I don't care about the little circle with the slash through it that says no gun. Uh-huh. I don't care about that. Right. You know, I, I, I take it right in. I have a concealed carry permit. I do it legally. But, um, you know, it's uh, 
I Would you have arrested think... someone who wasn't doing it? <laughs> <laughs> you know, listen. Uh, you know, the, the greatest weapon that police have is their is their discretion. You know what I mean? You, you know, I've dumped out marijuana and let people go. I've done. Thank I, you I, I for that. Thank you. Yeah, for well, that. no, I, definitely. Thank you. No problem. I, I, and I think the whole morality question with the laws and the morals that you asked before that previous caller. Mm-hmm. I think he's his. Uh, his understanding was a little bit limited, so he didn't really understand what you were saying with the morality and all and everything like that. If he'd hide his flame, well, no, it is. Li- you're right. He, he, his understanding was limited because he had adhered himself to the idea that the law is morality, and it's not. Yeah, um, it's, you know, it's they, definitely not. They try. It's definitely not. You know that yeah. they, they have it in their mind morals when they pass yeah. certain laws. Yeah. However, yeah. Um, making yeah. something illegal versus illegal does not define its morality. And there's been so many different examples of this over time. And it's refreshing to hear a, a, a police officer actually make the statement. Oh, I found out yeah. about libertarianism <laughs> from law enforcement officers. So, yeah. Well, um, I, yeah, I'm, I'm an ex-police officer now. So let's, you know, I, I when I, I'm from the north, when I moved down south, I just you know, they didn't have the, the, the type of finance, you know, they, they don't pay that much and they didn't have the, the benefits that police officers like unions and, and police. They didn't have the kind of stuff that really, really attracts people with the great incentives mm-hmm. along with, you know, I saw so I just I kind of I, I, I'm an independent contractor now. But in, in any case, I, I don't think Donald Trump is a racist. I think he's a I think he's bigoted. And I think that, you know, he, he's political and social kind of racist tendencies. I don't think he's a racist. You know, I think he does capitalize on anything that's going to get him news, anything that's going to get him his, his base riled up. And I think he just kind of capitalized on that. Do I think he's like a staunch racist? No. I think he has like the old school kind of bigot kind of mentality. He's like the Archie Bunker kind of mentality. You know what I mean? Mm. But I don't think he's a, a died in the wool racist. No, if he was a racist, um, there'd be some evidence. You know, there'd be yeah, some pretty yeah, clear statements. Yeah. Do you think he has a tendency yeah. to pander to a racist base? Yeah, yeah, he, he, you know, and and, and it's, it's just I, I, I kind of think it's just my personal belief. Um, you know, I, I think that uh, that you know, the Black Panther Party in the '60s, if the government, you know, could call them uh, communists and go after them and arrest them and you know get rid of them as fast as they can, I think they can do a little bit better job with some of these racist groups that are having forming militias and having clubhouses and all kind of stuff. Do I think they should take down the website? Uh, what is it, H-Han, H-Han, or whatever it is? No, I do not. Just like you said earlier, you know, how can it be monitored? You know, like, if someone's coming and telling me, if I got a CI or confidential informant or somebody's telling me all this stuff, I'm not going to out them because I'm going to lose my tunnel, my, I'm going to lose my, my, my avenue of infor- uh, information, yeah. you know? So it's yeah, it's always way. better to let the information flow. Yeah, um, it's exactly, always better exactly. because it will find a way around whatever blocks yeah. uh, people try to put yeah. up. Yes, not too long ago, I saw on Facebook uh, somebody said that something to the effect that uh, you know some representative saying, "Well, Donald Trump says some things that are you know certainly disgusting or whatever, but he's not a racist." And then I saw a couple of libertarian ladies who are these left libertarian sorts mm. basically arguing at some point or another that you know. Um, I get upset when anybody starts using the, you know, the dictionary definition of racism or sexism. I'm like, what other definitions are there to words besides the dictionary definition? I didn't even bother walking into this conversation because I knew that yeah. I was not going to walk out happy. Yeah. And, and, it, and all, you know, it, it, it's very true. It's very true. And, you know, the whole gun, you know, a lot of the Democrats are jumping on the bandwagon now. They're saying, oh, the gun laws, the gun laws. I'll tell you what, and this is the plainest example I can make. If I were a criminal 
or a terrorist or someone who had intent to cause massive harm to a bunch of people, I wouldn't say, okay, you know what, let me read the laws and see what I can and can't do, <laughs> right. what kind of gun I can and can't possess. No law on the books. There's too many guns in the United States. No law on the books right now is going to ever change gun violence. Right. I mean, not a single one of the people that you ever arrested thing, no. as a police officer were following the, the laws. Yeah. They don't care. Yeah, I, no. well, even if they stop manufacturing, the genie's out of the bottom of 3D State. printing. Yeah. I, I worked in New York State and have a pistol in New York State. Mm. You have to have a signed... You have to have it signed off on a judge. You got to get a permit. You got to say, "Well, it's for my, to protect my." Yeah, because you cannot have a pistol. And I, I've arrested so many young males. I mean, in the inner city, and I'm a black man in the inner city with guns. I've made one arrest, five guns out of a car. And if you work in the South as a police officer, you know the Carolinas or Alabama or Tennessee, everybody and their grandmother's got a gun. It's no big deal. But when you get a gun arrest in in New York State. You're the man. You know, you got guys in your station high-fiving you Jeez. and all kind of other stuff. It's, it's, you're not supposed to have guns, and everybody's got them. Everybody. <laughs> so, you know, the law The law on paper is not the bad guys who don't listen to the law, don't obey the law, they're going to prosper because everyone's going to have to hand in their guns or be restricted to what kind of weapons they can have. Right. And they're going to fill out their permits and get their stamps and do what they and register, do whatever they got to do. Or go join the, the police force. Check. It's just yeah. going to make the slaughters even more easy oh, to commit. Oh, definitely. So they need to stop crying about the gun laws. That's not going to stop it. You know, nope. it's not going to stop. They got to figure something else out. But changing gun laws will never stop gun violence. Never, ever, ever, ever. Thank you. Great call never. tonight, Mike. Really appreciate yes, hearing Take from care. you. That's All Mike right. there in Chattanooga, former cop. If gun laws were going to make a difference in this circumstance, then laws of, about felons getting guns would make a difference. Felons in this country mm-hmm. get all the guns they want to get. It's already completely illegal for them to have them, ladies and gentlemen. Sure. There's no law out there that says, okay, it's fine and dandy for felons to have guns. I'm a felon. I could have a gun by the end of the day. I sure. certainly I could have an assault rifle by the end of the day tomorrow. Right? Like that's how long these things take. And I probably could do better than that if I had to. Mm-hmm. And the, you know, I mean, so basically what the former cop just said, you know, yeah, anybody these, that wants a gun can get one if that's what they want to do if they don't care about what the law says and criminals by definition don't care about what the law says. Right. They and what they're talking about is uh, you know, we got to get rid of these assault weapons or whatever. I mean, everybody's got their own plan and all of them suck. There's well, no yes. plan that's going to work. I have a, the best plan. The best plan is secession now. So these people who want to have a total state, like the guy that uh, was the killer, uh, the alleged killer in Texas, he was like a total statist. He can move, you know, to California or someplace where there's, you know, going to be a total state, total socialist state. This current guy today apparently is socialist. He can choose, you know, the different socialist states. And then uh, those people who want, like, you know, a red state or something, they can have that where there's like a a theological government there or theocracy. Uh, And then, you know, those of us who actually want freedom can move to New Hampshire and we could have we could have more freedom. I think that would make these people happy because a lot of them in their manifestos seem to be very, very frustrated with the political uh, status quo. Yeah. You have to be frustrated to shoot a bunch of people. Yeah. Well, I was I was also going to say that the, the Dayton shooter, I think they described his weapon as like Kalishnikov-like. Uh, or, I heard it was an AK-47 right. WASR. So <laughs> I was like, oh, man, already they're trying to tie this, you know, to the whole Russian meddling thing, saying that <laughs> it's, a, it's a Russian-style rifle as well now. Well, I think, he, you know, he got an AK because it's cheap. Yeah. You know, they're cheap. They're available. They're reliable, For the most super part, reliable. Yeah.
Uh, there's more. Con- there's a great video online where some guy takes an AK-47 and like throws it in a mud p- puddle and then runs over it with a truck <laughs> and like does all this kind of stuff to it as abuse and then picks it up and fires it. There's more coming up here in moments. 855, 450, free. Like Freedom Hour 2's next. It's Free Talk Live. I'm crazy about My Magic Mud. This is the most important oral care product created this millennium, and I'm not kidding. We all have different opinions on politics and issues, but we all have mouths. And I want yours to be as clean as possible, with teeth as bright as they were meant to be. I will never be without My Magic Mud. It's a little surprising, but man, does it work. If you only listen to one thing I say ever, go to MyMagicMud.com and get 20% off with code FTL. MyMagicMud.com, code FTL. It's Free Talk Live. We're launching into the second hour of the program. You're, as always, invited here. If you want to join us, the toll-free number is 855-450-FREE. Some are saying that 8chan should be shut down. It is a message board, a message platform, a uh, anonymous, so-called anonymous message platform that uh, is apparently the home to at least one of these recent shooters, the man who allegedly shot up a uh, Walmart yesterday and the mall area around the Walmart, uh, killing approximately 19 people. On NPR today, I heard the claim that that mall was, in fact, a gun-free zone. Is that right? So the question is, was the Walmart included on the mall property? If it's part of the mall. Hmm. Well, And I don't know what I think about that. Do I think that these killers look around and say um well let me find a gun-free zone or do i think that large places just don't want people with guns to go there you know which then results in these killers going there and then you know presumably some people leave their gun in the car i don't know how many do it but if you make the rule that says this is a gun-free zone, some people are going to obey the rule and some people are not going to obey the rule. All right. We yeah. just had the last caller on the phones was explaining to us that he didn't care what the bank said. If he's got a concealed gun, he's not going to take it out. I don't see a concealed – to me, a concealed carry permit holder has no obligation to follow those rules, to my mind. Well, you, you're never obligated to follow the rules, but those are the rules of the private property owner. Yep. And if they discover that you're breaking them, they certainly have the right to kick you off of their property. They certainly could. Um, but if it's concealed, well, then they're never going to know. Right. So who's it really harming? Um, and I felt the same way about there was a bar here in, in town that we used to meet at. I felt the same way about their no weapons policy. It's like, yeah, if you're, if you're being responsible and you're not waving your gun around in the bar, you know, as long as it's concealed, then it's nobody's business uh, whether you have it there or not. Um, but anyway, since you asked the question, Mark, about what these killers think about where uh, to target – I have pulled up the, uh, the the manifesto from the El pa- alleged El Paso shooter, his okay. alleged manifesto, and I'm going to just jump to the very end here, where he gives advice to the uh, the people to whom you know this is addressed, which is presumably his uh, brethren at the 8chan his website. Peeps. He says, "Remember, it's not cowardly to pick low hanging fruit." A.K.A. Don't attack heavily guarded areas to fulfill your super soldier COD fantasy. I think COD stands for Call of Duty, which is a video game series. I see. Uh, First-person shooter. 
He says, attack low security targets. Even though you might outgun a security guard or policeman, they'll likely beat you in armor, training, and numbers. Do not throw away your life on an unnecessarily dangerous target. If a target seems too hot, live to fight another day. So those are his recommendations. He didn't say specifically to pick a gun-free zone, but did say don't, you know, pick a heavily armed target. So it sounds like he did. So, so in other words, he basically said that Probably without using those don't words. go out on a killing spree either if you value your life. Because, you know. True. If he did say or the, in the previous yeah. paragraph that his death is likely inevitable. Yeah. In further. Well, all of our deaths are inevitable. Uh, this guy, however, didn't have the cojones to go ahead and take the bullet like he said he was going to. He claimed uh, that he was going to, he said, capture in this case is far worse than dying during the shooting because I'll get the death penalty anyway, he says. Worse still is that I would live knowing that my family despises me. This is why I'm not going to surrender, even if I run out of ammo. And he did. If I'm captured, it will be because I was subdued somehow. Nope. He wasn't. No? You don't think? Did you see video of his capture? No. I was, my understanding, that it was just taken, though. Oh, really? I saw a picture of him being arrested outside. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I didn't see how they got him. So, if you want to comment, you can join us here. Let's go to Red Devil on the line in uh, Montana on our Discord server. Go ahead, Red Devil. Hey, guys. Yeah, so, first off, thanks for doing the Discord server stuff, because I can't get you guys' radio show here in Montana, which is kind of sad. Oh, bummer. But I, I just, I mean, I was with my wife yesterday, and we were looking around. She's on Facebook. I don't do it, so it's kind of tough when I hear her talking about all her friends from high school or just... They go off on the whole gun control talking points. They always just keep up with the same garbage. And I even in like, Montana? Oh, yeah, even in Montana. Well, I mean, here in Missoula, we're definitely, you know, a college town that's gone and oh, man. gotten all kinds of absorbed by that, you know, liberal BS. Yeah. But anyways, they end up going in a... I, I mean, if, they, if you could just... How do you keep them from being so cowardly? To go and just say, hey, you know, if you want gun control, go get it yourself. Stop trying to get some government to go do it for you. Well, because they need Taking, they need the government with the guns to go do it for you. What them. do you mean, get it yourself? Like, what, what do you mean by that? I, I mean, that's what I'm wondering is, like, is there a way we could have people privately, without the government's help, do gun control? Because obviously the mass shootings are a problem. No, I mean, not without a, not without implementing essentially a private security state. I mean, having some sort of a guard at every single entrance to every They'd probably building. do it at its uh, celebration in, in Disney World, would be my guess. That it's probably, that's the town? Yeah, that's the town. Well, it, the town is basically its own country, the way that... But they uh, don't well, have checkpoints set up with car searches there. No, they, it's just one of those things where they say, no guns. I mean, I'm just presuming. Let's say, let's say Celebration has a no guns policy. Will, uh, will that be successful? Well, maybe if they have a guard at the gate, it'll be uh, helpful. Yeah, but they would, only, they would only be successful if they were shaking down everybody coming in and out. Otherwise, you've got to trust people to use their own judgment. And as we heard earlier, I mean, there's plenty of people who just straight up ignore those rules. Oh, yeah, I would. Right. So they would have well, to do I, I searches. Guess, I guess I'm talking about, you know, because that we don't have an open carry state. Uh, Montana's open carry, but there's a lot of these places where they're doing these shootings that aren't open carry. That's right. But I mean, it's. There's got to be something that these people can do that, you know, to help keep themselves safe. But well, they just they don't realize that they can't they can't do it with the way the government's telling them to do it. So they just get the government to do it for them. Well, and even that doesn't I work. Guess the, you know, yeah, yeah I don't no, have a good solution well, yeah, on how to 
prevent mass shootings. I really wish I did. A total security state. I mean, the only right. Generally, you wouldn't be able to stop a a motivated shooter in the same way that only the best locks can stop the least motivated, uh, you know, lock picks or whatever. Right. Like, you you know, if if somebody wants to get around the rules, they're going to get around those rules. They're going to do whatever they have to do, even if it's as simple as blowing up the checkpoint. Right. Because, uh, okay, so if you put checkpoints everywhere, if you have checkpoints on the roads, if you have checkpoints outside of every business outside of every place that people go in and out of you would of course have a tremendous uh disincentive to economic activity because it then takes longer to go everywhere and do everything you want to do so it would hurt the economy number one but uh, it would probably result in at the very least very few people getting into buildings or into certain neighborhoods with guns you know on their person however there's always going to be ways around there's always going to be bribes that can be paid there's always going to be violence that can be uh brought against somebody at at a checkpoint directly and the checkpoint becomes the target sure so and that's, i mean that's that's the problem you got to decentralize all the power so that we can make sure that everybody has their own rules and can keep themselves safe Even i mean still you, know, you still, can't have all the-, the best solution from the libertarian perspective of course is that there should be no controls and people should be able to arm themselves that way if somebody does go crazy, at least there's probably somebody with a gun within a near vicinity, and that would be likely to you know, bring that shooting spree to a halt sooner rather than later. The Dayton was stopped by, a, a, uh, I think it was an off-duty police officer. Is that right? In the area, yeah. Yeah. But, but you're never going to – this is the problem with even that side of the debate, the, like the, the pro-gun side, is the claim is always that more guns will stop these shooters you know, from going in. And I find that to be false because crazy people are going to be crazy. That's right. Whether it's a total police state or a libertarian paradise or anywhere in between, you may you may stop the shooting sooner, sooner. than. Yeah. But you know when they walk when the guy walks into a Walmart with the, with an AK forty seven right and just or whatever he had uh, the, the the Dayton guy had the AK forty seven, no one's like immediately looking at him right whoever has that gun concealed carried is like looking at a loaf of bread mm-hmm. or something three aisles down. Right. So you get right. you get into the story. You're going to you're going to catch the people immediately walking out. Some of the people immediately walking in. There's going to be a high kill count if you, you know it at any rate. No doubt. Regardless of whether or not a motivated killer is going to be able to get the yeah. drop on people and he's going to be able to succeed to some extent, uh, to some extent. And of course, you got to remember, too, that all these shootings and all these mass shootings make up a, a partial percentage point of all the gun deaths in America every year anyway. Yeah, no doubt about it. Hey, uh, Red Devil, thanks yeah. for calling and sharing your thoughts here tonight. I yeah, appreciate no, it, man. I appreciate- Sounded great, by the way, there on the Discord server over at discord.lrn.fm. You want to sound that great? All you got to do is just jump over to discord.lrn.fm and join one of the top four rooms, the on-air call-in lines. This is Free Talk Live. Free Talk Live, live Sunday edition of the show. You're invited here if you want to join us. Our toll-free number is 855-450-FREE-LIKE-FREEDOM. That's 855-450-3733. Or better yet, jump into our Discord server like our last caller was doing. Sound almost like you're sitting in the studio with us at discord.lrn.fm. While you're sitting in the Discord room, you can uh, browse the internet and go to mymagicmud.com. My Magic Mud is a black tooth powder made of charcoalized coconut shells and bentonite clay. Now, that's their sort of flagship product, the first thing they came out with. Yep. And I haven't lived without it for more than half a decade since uh, since I first found it, which was... wow. On their first tour 
uh, I met um, the Jessica Armand, the creator, of, the founder, yeah, and founder of My Magic Mud, and I I refuse to live without this product. It's so awesome. Not only is it clinically proven to whiten your teeth, and it will get your teeth as white as they're supposed to be within four uses. So you brush for for two minutes. Uh, four days in a row, and then your teeth are going to be um, as white as they need to be. If, if you need to go a few more days, then that's fine. Maybe you got some really, uh, maybe, maybe yours were even stained more than mine. But then after that, you use it every four to seven days, and you're going to keep your teeth as white as they should be. You're also going to feel the difference because I'd feel the difference every time I brush with my magic mud. It makes my teeth cleaner feeling than just sort of regular toothpaste and i never worry about any of the stuff that's in it it's all natural ingredients so you can find it at most major health food stores amazon sprout cvs natural grocers and walmart's natural beauty aisle but if you go to mymagicmud.com you can use our coupon code which is ftl20 you should use that yeah, yeah I, I wish you would uh, get 20 percent off but, I mean, if I understand if you're wandering through Walmart, you see My Magic Mud, you've heard the commercial, and you're like, oh, I'll there try it. it. Yep. Mark said it's a good thing. He said, and I repeat, if you listen to only one thing I ever say here, look, I understand I'm a radical libertarian, whatever, man. I still have teeth, and I can tell you that this is the best product. MyMagicMud.com. Coupon code FTL20. All right, we continue here. The New York Times writing and interviewing the founder of 8chan, Frederick Brennan. He says that any time a shooting happens, he always checks 8chan to see if there's a connection. And in the case uh, with the El Paso shooting, a four-page message whose author identified himself as the suspected shooter appeared on 8chan. And uh, the person who posted the message encouraged his, quote, brothers on the site to spread the contents far and wide. In recent months, 8chan says the New York Times has become a go-to resource for violent extremists. At least three mass shootings this year, including the mosque killings in Christchurch, New Zealand, and the synagogue shooting in Poway, California, have been announced in advance on the site, often accompanied by racist writings that seem engineered to go viral on the Internet. Would you be laughed out of that chat room if you were there and just tried to talk one of these guys down ahead of time? Like, if they're planning know. this stuff ahead of time, like, he's the the founder of the site, and he checks after the fact to see if it has a connection. Mm-hmm. But what if he was, like, on the site regularly, if, if he visits that site, and just sees some of these, you know, violent people talking, and just counteract that that speech with you know peace speech good instead. question i i've never actually gone to look at the site to see what it says so that would be a question maybe somebody could answer who spends some time there as to does the you know do these attackers or these would-be attackers is it all just rah-rah cheering squad or are there people who try to talk sense to them or try to talk them down um, I, I don't know. Yeah. That's and a good question. what becomes question. of those people if they do? Like I'm saying, are they, do they get like you know laughed out of there and I don't know. ridiculed till they go like, oh, it's not worth it? Uh, the toll-free number, if you spend time on 8chan, you can answer that question. It's 855-450-FREE. If I started a website, I would be able to shut it down. That's correct. The not if you handed it off, though, to somebody else. must not be a website, though. It's, it's a, website. a website. It's a website. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's what happens when you go to HTTP colon whatever. You're going to a website. I understand. Chan is a website. But it could be just a... What did a, you think it was? Well, it could be just a channel on a series of anonymous web boards that where you're like, oh, well, I have channel Anonymous eight. web boards are websites. Right. There's a, ho- did there's a computer somewhere. Did he create the somewhere. whole website of all the boards? Well, 
he likely used whatever this anonymous message board software is. There's, it, they all look very similar, these, right, sure. these sites, so I suspect he didn't program it from scratch, but he's the person who launched the site. He you know, bought whatever hosting package he bought, and he put the software on that hosting package and, and you know, put it out there. I mean, that's – if you're asking whether he wrote – hand-wrote the code no, for the site, I don't No, I'm not I asking know. that. I'm asking – so you, you, you did your little snide thing where you're like, well, what did you think it was? I wanted to know. It's not, honestly, I'm trying to what tell you, you what I thought it was. If I start a Facebook page, you a-hole, I don't – I may be the founder of the page, but I can't get – you know, I can't really do anything with it. Face, That's not your Facebooks, website. That's right. right. It's a website, but not your website. Right. And the site is different from the domain name. So, so I don't know yeah. really whether why can't this guy just shut down his own website he that he wants to shut down? He probably sold it. Then whatever. It's not his anymore. Well, then, then it's hard to even uh, care about this guy. Well, he's the founder of the site, and he's saying shut down the thing that I made. That same thing as the other. I created a monster. Well, right, the Facebook co-founder, I forget his name, but he came out against Facebook uh, within recent weeks. Uh, a couple few months ago, there okay. was a New York Times yeah. article with one of the Facebook co-founders saying, "Break up Facebook." You know, it's not what he wanted it to be. It, it became bigger than he expected it to be, or whatever his reasons were for it. Okay. Going on here. Uh, it says here that 8chan is now known as a mess. Excuse me. Brennan started the online message board as a free speech utopia, but now 8chan is known as something else a megaphone for mass shooters and a recruiting platform for violent white nationalists. And it has become a focal point for those seeking to disrupt the pathways of online extremism. On Sunday, critics characterized the site as a breeding ground for violence, and some lobbied the site's service providers to get it taken down. And Mr. Brennan, who stopped working with the site's current owner last year, called for it to be taken offline before it leads to further violence. Brennan said, quote, shut the site down. It's not doing anyone in the world or it's not doing the world any good. It's a complete negative to everybody except the users that are there. And you know what? It's a negative to them, too. They just don't realize it. Unquote. Well, that whole free speech utopia thing always ends up being hate speech because hate speech is the only is the only speech that's unacceptable everywhere else. Mm. So if you create a free speech utopia, that's, that's where the, they'll go. That's where they go because it's the only place that will allow them to be. He says it's not, uh, or Brennan, who has claimed he got the idea for 8chan while on Psychedelic Mushrooms, set out to create what he called a free speech alternative to 4chan, the better known online message board. He was upset that 4chan had become too restrictive and envisioned a site where any legal speech would be welcome, no matter how toxic. The site remained on the fringes until 2014 when some supporters of Gamergate, a loose reactionary collection of anti-feminist video gamers, flocked to 8chan after being kicked off of 4chan. Since Gamergate, 8chan has become a catch-all website for internet-based communities whose behavior gets them evicted from more mainstream sites. It hosts one of the largest gatherings of the supporters of QAnon, who claim oh, that really? there is an international bureaucracy plotting against the Trump administration. And it has been an online home for the incels, men who lament being, quote, involuntary, involuntarily celibate, unquote, and other fringe movements. Jonathan Greenblatt, the chief executive of the Anti-Defamation League, says 8chan is almost like a bulletin board where the worst offenders go to share their terrible ideas. It's become a sounding board where people share ideas and where these kinds of ideologies are amplified and expanded on. And ultimately, people are radicalized as a result. Should we put a clamp down on this freedom of speech stuff? It's dangerous. 855-450-FREE. If you want to weigh in, you're welcome to join us here. Toll-free number 855-450-3733. You can take control of the airwaves here. This is the live Sunday edition of Free Talk Live. I want to tell you about my favorite cryptocurrency wallet, Edge Wallet at edge.app. 
Edge is the wallet I use more than any other, and that was true long before Edge Wallet became a sponsor of Free Talk Live. Edge Wallet allows you to buy, sell, trade, and securely hold your cryptocurrencies, including Bitcoin, Ethereum, tokens, Monero, Ripple, Dash, Bitcoin Cash, and more. It's available for both Android and iOS, and you can download it via the Play or App Store or via Edge Wallet's website, edge.app. Secure your freedom with Edge Wallet. Hey, it's Free Talk Live. It's the uh, live Sunday edition of the program. You can join us here. The toll-free number is 855-450-FREE, like freedom. That's 855-450-3733. want to welcome a brand new sponsor to the show. It's Go Dark Bags. GoDarkBags.com slash FTL is where you can go to learn about their product, which actually allows your phone to stop tracking you because... When you put your phone into airplane mode, and I didn't know this. I, I didn't believe it when I first, I was shocked when I first saw this. I had to go and do some research on this claim because uh, I don't want to say something that, I, you know, I'm not sure you is, will not is true. Say something good. Um, but apparently, if you put your phone into airplane mode, it will still track your location and then report those locations once you go out of airplane mode. And there have been tests uh, that have proven this is the case. So if you would prefer to not be tracked at a certain time, you could just pop your phone into a GoDark bag. Just in time for DEFCON. GoDarkBags.com <laughs> slash FTL. DEFCON, by the way, is the uh, the hacker conference out in, I think it's Vegas. I believe so. And yeah, if you bring a phone to DEFCON... <laughs> there's a good chance you're going to get hacked. <laughs> Didn't you say they have like a wall of shame? Yeah, it's a wall of shame. Of, where, of, where they'll put like information about the phones that they've yeah. hacked or whatever. <laughs> and then you'll go up there and you probably don't even know it, but then you see your own there's your phone. phone info there because you got hacked. So uh, if it's in a Faraday cage or a Faraday bag, like they sell over at godarkbags.com, then there's absolutely no way that your phone can be hacked or tracked because, well... Faraday bags prevent radio signals from entering and uh, leaving. So check them out at godarkbags.com slash FTL, like Free Talk Lives. We go back to your calls and thoughts. The proposal here from some people who are afraid of freedom of speech, they're saying 8chan needs to be shut down because it is attracting what uh, Jonathan Greenblatt of the Anti-Defamation League describes as the worst offenders attracting them all to go there together to share their terrible ideas and where they he claims that their ideologies are amplified and expanded on and ultimately people are radicalized as a result. Is that what free speech is leading to? Radicalization and violence. Our toll-free number here is 855-450-FREE. Let's go to Matthew. He's in Louisiana watching us on YouTube. Go ahead, Matthew. Um, so first, let me congratulate Mark on his tooth superiority. Am I what? Tooth, uh, tooth superior? Uh, yes. <laughs> um, I really think that this may not be the best idea for combating radicalism. Uh, one thing, if they're all gathering in one place, as a public place, to loudly proclaim in virtue, uh, or in this case, we can call it unvirtue signal. Vice signal. To each other. Vice signal. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Can we just have somebody, an authority, just kind of like look at them while this is going on? Yeah, I mean, sounds reasonable. Some forensic yeah, investigation. I'm not we necessarily can talk them out of their beliefs, but you know, somebody could try, but I, 
I'm not tech literate. That's the most effective thing I've seen up to this point. When it comes to people with really, really bad ideas, the best thing you can do is approach them with love and respect and talk to them about why it is that you believe what you believe. And I've seen it work over and over again. I'm not claiming, claiming it's rewarding work. I would say quite it's, the opposite. Yeah, pretty that exhausting. Spending your time with idiots is a very difficult Well, task. many of these people aren't idiots. They're very intelligent, but they're just wrong, and they've been led down the, lo- the wrong path in life, and uh, they are, you know, they're hanging out with the wrong crowd. And I agree with Mark that if people are able to access this place, this 8chan, and it is a public message board at this time, if they're able to easily access it, that means more people who care could go there and try to talk these lunatics out yeah. of uh, their next killing spree. It also means that law enforcement can more easily monitor what's going on 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 that site as well. And look, I'm not a huge supporter of a lot of what law enforcement does, but if they're actually investigating psychos who are trying to kill somebody or planning to kill somebody, I don't don't oppose them doing that. I'd rather have them doing that than arresting kids for smoking pot. I'm sorry, what? You can hardly blame them for doing that. At least at that point, you know, they're actually trying to fulfill part of their mission yeah you know, which i think that's part of the mission that people would get behind yeah absolutely look if i were in law enforcement you know if i were involved with uh, with whether it's federal or or whatever level i'd want to buy the site and run the site that way you could then at the very least easily get ip addresses of the people who are connecting to it because it's called an anonymous message board but that's because the default posting name is anonymous that doesn't mean that everybody who connects is using a vpn or smart enough to uh, you yeah. know to hide their location and you don't have to put your information into the site correct yeah you don't sign up for an account sorry even if you're using a vpn a patient enough uh, tech guy can break the vpn and get the isbn number it just takes a little time because they're not switching devices every time they post did you say get the isdn number isdn number every digital device has this number it's you're talking about a, um, you're not talking about an ISDN. I don't the think Mac, you're, the Mac you're thinking of the Mac address, right? Yeah. Well, those can be spoofed as well. But uh, again, if you run the website, you have access to a much wider range of information at your fingertips, and you get to spend as much time as you want researching the various IP addresses that connect and that sort of thing. So that would be the smartest thing for them to do, rather than shut this thing down. I don't want to advocate they do that either, though. Like I don't want I don't want law enforcement taking over private websites and private domains. Yeah, I don't I either. But it wouldn't be illegitimate of them to do. I sort of feel the same okay. way. Like it wouldn't be illegal for them to do that. If law enforcement wants to go and make the guy that currently runs the site an offer and buy the site from him, I mean, yeah. that that's not illegal he for them to do to, that. He may want to sell because, from what I understand, there's a guy in the Philippines who yeah. repeatedly getting his house broken into by Box Media. Like, who? If I don't Box have a fight anymore, you're going to stop doing this? There's a media company that's breaking into his house? Yeah, Vox. Vox. V-O-N, who that Vox. is. It sounds kind of familiar. But... Yeah, Vox, we've read their stories in the air before. Sure. Why would they be breaking into his home? That's a good question. I don't to know, but the they hire a lot of stringers who have some, shall we say, methods that if the, uh, if the New York Times engaged in, hmm. they would be fired and turned over to the Gotcha. Matthew, thanks for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing from you. Let's talk to Dan in Nebraska, watching also on YouTube. Go ahead, Dan. Ian, Mark, uh, good and to talk to you guys. We also, also have Richie. Other guy. Yep. The other guy. Other guy. Hello, Richie. other guy. Sup, buddy? And, uh, yeah, I love the snake bites. I'm seven times fierce myself. But Sweet. I wanted to call in because 
I actually am somebody who used to use A-chan quite a bit. Really? De-radicalized ex-A-chan. Uh, and now I, I'm actually somebody who's gone completely the other way, and I'm of the I'm totally supportive of like the deplatforming movement, but really? I don't agree with it at the level of the government shutting down sites. I think deplatforming is good, though. Do you think that the 8chan uh, web host should shut down the account of whoever it is this this Watkins guy who's running it? The web host? Ooh, that's, so, that's a good question. Unless the I, dude is I actually hosting the, the site out of his living room, he probably has a company somewhere that he's paying to provide him with web hosting a server, right? Like that he's think, the administrator then, of. Yes, in that case, that would be a good idea. Just like how the guy who owned the Daily Stormer, Andrew Anglin, he got mm-hmm. his site cut off by his uh, provider or whatever, the web host. Yeah, I'd be, I guess has I that, would, yeah, has that stopped the white supremacy movement to have that site Has it put down? a dent in it? It does put a dent in it. Honestly, with the thing is, is you th- you think that uh, oh, if you if you cut off the head, they'll just grow another one. But the reality is, is that with a lot of these cases, you do it's actually pretty damaging for you to basically disconnect and disperse the group because a lot of those people will either lose connection or fade away. And it's it would it's totally an empty threat that they will get stronger after that. You will definitely substantially and tangibly hurt. Why? I mean, why do you think that's the case? I mean, these guys are not stupid people. They have the ability to set up websites. It's trivial to put another one of these uh, message boards online. I mean, as long as your server's got enough uh, processing power and enough bandwidth, you'll be able to... You know, put up an equivalent. I want to know why you think that this would, you know, dis- deter them. Hang it on, Dan. Frustrating we'll, over time. We'll bring you back. I mean, is it that frustrating to have to instead of type eight chan, you know, put in a URL into put a URL into a Tor browser? I mean, that's not that many more steps. Uh, the the toll free number here is eight fifty five four fifty free. That's eight five five four five zero three seven three three. We'll continue with Dan, who says he's a former eight chaner, uh, now reformed, now turned against. This is Free Talk Live, and you can dial toll-free to join us here. Our number is 855-450-FREE-LIKE-FREEDOM. That's 855-450-3733. We have the Discord call-in-line rooms. They're open and available to you on our Discord server at discord.lrn.fm. With you tonight, it's Ian. Richard Rich. And Mark. Uh, we're going back to your calls here, but the topic on the table, of course, you can change it if you want. Uh, the topic on the table is 8chan, a website that is being described by people uh, who hate it as a destination for basically all of the dregs of the Internet, the, the communities of offensive, outrageous, potentially violent people uh, who have been excised from various different communities from around the, the web. They have found a home in 8chan because apparently the site is virtually unmoderated. And we can tell you more uh, about what some people are saying ought to happen. Uh, some people want to sa- see the site shut down. And even the former owner, the for- the founder of the site, who's no longer in charge, he s- must have sold it or given it away at some point, and they say it was 2015 when he uh, gave up control of the site, that uh, he's saying, shut it down. Uh, Dan in Nebraska is saying, shut it down. He is a former 8chan user. And Dan, if I recall your calls from the past, at one point you, I believe, described yourself as an incel, as a uh, involuntarily celibate, but then I think you ended up getting a girlfriend. Is that right? 
Uh, that's right. So I haven't been an incel for a good while now, putting that behind me. Thank God. And Congratulations. Oh. So now that you're no longer an the, incel, you've turned against your your former uh, compatriots, and you're demanding their uh, their their online hangout be shut Those down. Stupid virgins. <laughs> well, okay. See, the thing is, is I there are like on HN a bunch of different uh, boards and topics. So I bet the boards I was on in the first. I know I don't think I was on the incel board on HN in particular too much. The one that I actually used the most was called Lolcow which is basically just for laughing at people who make just for the lulls. themselves on the internet. Okay. Yeah, exactly. You're milking them for the lulls. Okay. But but you were saying we're earlier about, that you think that shutting down 8chan would cause some amount of damage to this movement, that you believe that making it so they have to find a new website to gather on, and presumably many of them communicate off of the site, like in chat rooms and Discord servers and you know IRC and things like that, but you're saying you still believe that it would be some level of an impediment if they had to, let's say, download a Tor browser and connect to a, a, a dark darknet site. Well, I would even say that at a different level, it's a lot simpler than that. I think that for 9 out of 10 HN users, maybe even 19 out of 20, there are people who just, there are people who are not really even that tech literate. There are people who start on Reddit, but then kind of become too radical for Reddit, move mm-hmm. to 4chan, become too radical for 4chan, and then move to 8chan. And I think that if you were to stop, like, cut the road, it would just leave them with less places to move forward. People who go to HN aren't like, I don't, I mean, yeah, they're probably neckbeards, but they're not that tech savvy. I think a lot of people would just end up not finding it at all or not finding any websites more radical than 4chan. If you were just take, you know, if you were to cut the highway off, if you think of HN as a small town, there's going to be a lot less people finding it if you just break the highway that leads to it. Well, wasn't eight, did we already decide that HN was created? because people needed a place to go when they got off of 4chan? Like, it, it manifested because people were too radical for the platform they were on and needed a place to go. Right, and uh, I think that's the thing. is uh, Sure, there will be other ones that come up, but it will, they'll always be weaker and they'll always be slower to grow. Like, the idea of, of you know, this as, like, anti-fascist praxis is that you're attacking at the margins, at the end of the day, you are stopping people from, at least new people, from discovering this uh, potent form of, uh, you know, alt-right ideology so soon. But isn't there and a benefit is, to, a to having it out in the open? Isn't there a benefit to being able to easily monitor what these people are saying? I mean, that's, I think that's a fair point, but I also think that most of these websites are already have some, like, the, the people who are doing the kind of moderation are already more savvy than the people who wouldn't find their way to HN in the first place. Like, the people who will find the next platform, the cops will find them, too. The FBI will find them, too. The people I'm thinking about who are at the margins are not going to. 
So um, it, it's it, not that I, I disagree with – I, I don't necessarily disagree with anything you've said here. You have not advocated for stifling free speech. All you've said is is that if people wish to deplatform people off of their particular uh, platform, you know, just as you can't speak on my website, then um, then you're, you advocate for it. And that's what we do on well, Free no, Talk Well, no, he's Lives. advocating shutting down 8chan. He is. He's advocating for the person who's uh, the, that has the server to shut down – 8chan. Are you saying that you think the current owner will voluntarily shut down 8chan, or do you want to see the server operator who he's hiring to run the server shut down 8chan, so then yeah, all that. he's got to do is move 8chan to a different server? Right. That's what he would do. Uh, that's that's fine. Either one of those is libertarian, right? But neither of them is going to—if to, to if you don't—okay. The only way you're going to get 8chan to shut down is if you get the owner of it to say, I'm never going to run this site again. If the person who is operating the server farm that he's renting says, we don't longer want to rent you space he'll just go pop it up somewhere else he could do that look i mean you know yeah. you're not running 8chan you have every opportunity to open up a discord chat where people can say all kinds of vile things we have that you... it's called the toxic user room on well, our uh, discord at server. the very least you, you we have one lunatic in there that threatens your family on a regular basis that much is true uh but we, we and do... I, I think it's better to have him there than not know what he's saying i would concur with you on that we control speech in a manner um on our chat platforms so let me ask you this there's a guy that we we've met named ford fisher Mm -hmm. and he is a talented videographer yeah talented videographer and what he does is he runs around finding conflicts Mm -hmm. basically you know the anti-fascists and the fascists uh where he thinks they're going to be going at it he you know scours the internet and he's a newsman he shows up with a camera and just lets it record he stays unbiased so that both sides presumably really it's only the fascists that are willing to talk to him the anti-fascists are a bunch of a-holes but whatever he tries to stay as unbiased as possible without giving uh you know without portraying anybody as the hero or the villain or anything like that just a videographer uh, do you think that he is in some way perpetuate, perpetuating the, the fascist agenda? I think that he, I don't want to say that he's perpetuating the agenda, but what I will say is he is certainly helping in his own way to sanitize and midwife the movement into a more mainstream one. I don't think he's sanitizing so anything by showing what happened. I don't think by showing people what happens at these conflicts is he sanitizing. He's you're showing. Just, you're just scared of speech no, is he, what your problem is. He is. No, he's not. What he's doing is he's letting these people speak. And if you think the things that bigots say is dangerous, then you're scared of bigots. I'm not scared of what they say. What they say to me is vile. Well, okay, not, not sanitize then. How about desensitize? I'm just saying, I want to hear the bigots say the I bigot thing so think, that I know who I they are. I don't think exposure necessarily desensitizes. I think that exposure helps people at least better grasp what the, these people are saying. I, I think yeah. that, and I've gotten the same you know, cr- uh, criticism for putting Christopher Cantwell on Freer Talk Live, which has been our, our after show that we've done you yeah. know, mostly weekly, um, every other week regularly here on on free talk live or on the on our after show which appears only on the internet and people have gotten all uppity about that one of the videos people who don't listen got taken down from uh youtube within weeks of it uh, being posted and i thought that it was an excellent expose of what this guy believes and what he believes is total statism 
And I, he had never really had the chance to express himself in any other venue, with the exception of his own show, where he's not challenged by anybody. Here we had, uh, who was then known as Rich Paul, now known as Nobody, take him on in uh, what was an epic debate between him and Cantwell called Hippie versus Nazi. The video is still available through the library platform, and I think that's a good thing that that video is available. Dan, would you say it's a bad thing to have given Chris Cantwell that, that airtime? So I'm going to have to look at this on a case-by-case basis and say that since Christopher Cantwell had already been a host and because Christopher Cantwell is already an alt-right celebrity, that the damage of his exposure and sanitation has largely been done. But uh, to to go up to ordinary, uh, unknown alt-rightists and just simply interview them and like all, you know give them a chance to have their say as if they are... Like, the point of, of I guess, my ideologies that they de- that these are people who deserve to be ostracized fair enough dan thanks for in your call opinion. tonight appreciate hearing from you and there are plenty of people who believe, I can't believe fully he's in calling up to a show called free talk live and saying people shouldn't be able to talk freely i mean we literally have people every well, anybody can call in and talk about what they want that's not really that's what true. he's saying well he's saying that's ostracize he and shut them off he's saying don't give them a platform uh, there's more coming up here in moments. We can continue. We'll take your calls and thoughts about what's on your mind in Hour 3 next. Free t- you love Bitcoin. It's the future, right? Well, no, not if everyone stops using it. I mean, think about it. How many places in your town take Bitcoin? One? None? Let's be real. If this Bitcoin thing is ever going to happen, it's going to need your help. The good news is the guys at AnyPay have your back. We built a website called HelpMeTakeBitcoin.com. And it's a place you can send any business. And they'll be set up to take Bitcoin in five minutes. HelpMeTakeBitcoin.com Free Talk Live. It's Free Talk Live. And we're launching into the third hour of the program. Should 8chan be shut down? And should it be done on a voluntary basis? Would that be somehow a useful thing? Our last caller says, as a former, he is a former HN user, he believes the site should be shut down and that he believes that that would allow uh, or prevent, rather, many of its users who he claims are not particularly technically adept from being able to find uh, the next resource. That may be true. I don't know the answer to that. What I would say is is that every time you employ force, whether that force is government force or whether it's sort of social force, you know, getting enough people to social somehow pressure. contact the uh, the server or the you know whatever mm-hmm. whatever it is that they do, um, that there are always unintended consequences. So sure, maybe you cut off half of these people that are on eight chan, whatever. Maybe you further militarize the other half. Who then go on to send them underground into a more secret location right. where they have to, you know, do something to get into that uh, that server. All I know is that the guy uh, claimed some kind of confederacy with anti-fascists, which um, and then he started talking about limiting speech. And that's what these people do. The anti-fascists are about limiting speech. But he claims that he wants to do it voluntarily. Fine, I don't care. That's a whole, and what we talked about during the break is that is a whole different ideal and a whole different idea. Yeah, and right. and I would agree that you can do it voluntarily in the sense that you don't use government force to do it mm-hmm. and still be sort of libertarian. But Free Talk Live is two things: we're both libertarian 
and we're a platform for free speech to well, some extent. As, as much as we can uh, can afford. I mean, we yeah, can't we, allow somebody to get on the air and say certain words. Yep. Otherwise, we'll lose our radio station. And I won't sit here and listen to just blithering idiots, uh, you know, just spout racist nonsense either. So the point that I wanted to get out is that the the idea of deplatforming and social ostracization is fully compatible with libertarian principles. It is. There's a lot of really crappy behavior that is fully compatible with libertarian principles. You can be a libertarian and also be a racist. Those are also compatible things. It's despicable. YouTube, YouTube, uh, the way it deplatforms, it doesn't even tell people what they did. Mm-hmm. So sure. you can deplatform somebody off of your platform in a completely unfair manner. Where it won't be a learning experience for them at all, right? They right. won't know why. And then you have the only site on the internet that where people can make money by producing content, basically. Like, there's no other video site out there where you can really pull that off uh, from the standpoint of... Well, the- Twitch you can get paid there, but they're going to restrict you, too. That, okay, so Twitch is another one. That's a live platform as opposed to recorded, but I mean, it has some, it has some aspects of that are similar so it's an effective method right of aus- well they basically set themselves up as a utility and then begin to limit it first you know we first we do freedom and when yeah. that makes us the most popular platform on the internet then we begin to clamp down got it that's disingenuous true and it doesn't make me like YouTube very much, but I do find that it's a, you know, if I'm going to sit at home watching TV, I do one of two things. I go on Amazon Prime where I pay, or I go on YouTube to watch, you know, a series of videos. And there's not another app out there that I can easily watch content that I want to watch, uh, you know, produced. Sure. So. I, want to, I know you guys easy, are hot and heavy on this one. I know you guys are hot and heavy here, but I want to get some uh, some of our callers on the line here. Yes, Michael's please. been waiting patiently in Virginia Beach listening to WNIS. Go ahead. Or excuse me, Miguel. Miguel, you're on Free Talk Live. Oh, hi. Hey, you're on the air. Um, I was just sort of adding on to that uh, previous guy's statements about uh, how it uh, it's not resilient enough when it's taken down these people will disperse you're agreeing that the that the users would disperse why do you say that okay um i'm sorry i was i was i guess sort of as a rebuttal to that okay what's the rebuttal um you gotta spit it out man (laughs) you all right miguel (laughs) yeah i'm sorry First time doing yeah, there's only either. three of us yeah. in here, if and you've you're written, the only one. The best thing to do in these circumstances, first off, is have a little water next to you. So if you get that dry mouth thing, you can just take a little swig. Second thing, have is, some notes. Yeah, just just have written down and a few points. things, and maybe the you know the the line of thinking you had, and and, and that sort of. Do stuff. you want us to put you on hold and come back to you, give you a t- chance to collect your thoughts? Because I do want to hear what you have to say. Yeah, sure. All right, stand sure. by. Make a couple notes. Come back to it. Hey, look, we get it, man. It's I still get an adrenaline rush when I call talk radio. Yeah, if I'm, I call other people's shows. I'm on yeah. 200 radio stations yeah. <laughs> uh, throughout the week. However, if I call the local unrated right. station here in Keene, New Hampshire, I'm going to get a little flustered. I follow these rules because I know they work. Let's talk to Cosmo in North Carolina watching us on YouTube. Cosmo, you're on Free Talk Live. Yes, good morning. My name is Kazmus. I am I am white. I am socialist. I hate blacks. I hate Jews. I hate Muslims. Hitler was absolutely correct. 
That's really great. Thanks for the call. Uh, we're going to continue here. <laughs> I'm not going to dump him because he didn't say anything that we can't really, you know. So you support his speech then? Is that what we're saying now? You no, agree with everything he I just said? I allowed his speech. <laughs> That's the difference. I think that, I think a guy talking in a silly accent saying he's a socialist and that uh, he hates Jews <laughs> is just, he's taking care of all the problems. I need to say no more. I uh, And this is where I come from on, on all this, uh, this shutdown, deplatform platform stuff is yeah i support your right to do what you want with your own private property and yeah we've got some rules on our private property on on these you know this show the airwaves the the discord server we've tried to set things up to be as permissive as we possibly can we used to ban people for racism on the discord now we just toss them in the toxic user zone so they can still have whatever terrible opinions they have they're just not having them in the main server channels where people you know want to hang out and have actual productive conversations they just come back with a new username yeah that's true um so but beyond that uh we've been criticized as mark referred to i don't know if it was on air or off because you guys continued to, to have a conversation <laughs> during the news break uh but we've, it's a shame when richie's wrong well he's not wrong <laughs> <laughs> his assessment is correct mark it isn't unlibertarian to say let's ostracize these people it's just not nice it's i'm just not, not even agreeing with the call yeah i know you're yeah. not you're just saying it's not you're making the point that the caller can still be a libertarian and hold the position that he's holding yeah and that's true libertarianism is at its minimum and all it is, is just a bare minimum for human social interaction the bare minimum says don't hurt that guy yeah that's that's libertarianism don't use aggressive force against uh peaceful people that's what libertarianism basically is um some would also say don't use fraud but you know it's another another conversation uh, but I think everybody who's libertarian would agree with don't use force. But how you interact with people beyond that is not prescribed by libertarianism. Yeah. It's not a full-scale uh, belief system. It's a baseline for morality. Right. About how to interact with society most efficiently, yeah. how to interact with other human beings most efficiently, and most compassionately. And to me, the... Uh, the whole ostracism thing, while it's embraced by a lot of people within libertarianism, and I'm not saying they're wrong for it. I think people should be very – if you want to be a choosy person about who you associate with, it's your life. Do whatever you want to do. That's the yeah. baseline for voluntarism is who you interact with on a voluntary basis. Sure. Some people take it uh, so far as to say that if you, Mark, interact with this Christopher Cantwell character over here, I will ostracize you. So even though I disagree with Chris Cantwell, and I might agree with you on a lot of things, because you have been associated with him, because you are treating him as a human being, even though he's wrong and despicable, you're treating him as a human being, I will ostracize you, Mark. And this is what we get uh, all the time from you know libertarians. And I would say perfectly consistent under libertarian principles and stupid anyway. Right. And most of the people that do it didn't listen to whatever media we produced. No. They didn't actually talk to us about that sort of thing ahead of time. You know, they just said, I have disagreed with Mark for long enough, and now I have a good reason Mm -hmm. to not chit-chat with him anymore, which is, you know, as far as I'm concerned, don't let the screen door hit you with a good Lord split you. All right, so uh, we continue. Like, I, I tend to come at things from a position of compassion and forgiveness rather than right. this ostracism And I think program. that's wonderful what you do when you do speak to Kent. Well, because I know you talk to him um, in real life, and you do treat him like a human being yep. because you're trying to convince him that he has uh, lost his way. And I know you're doing that. I wouldn't be able to spend that kind of time 
but you can you're you're interested in doing it. And it, it has cost me many other relationships because of it. But I one thing I can't stand is when somebody says, Well, you're either with me or the highway. It's like, well, see ya. Have a nice time. More coming up here in moments. 855 450 free. We'll get back to your calls and thoughts here on banning or shutting down 8chan. It's Free Talk Live. You can bring up what you want here. The toll-free number is 855-450-FREE. Like freedom, that's 855-450-3733. The conversation continues. You know, even though we're on the air seven days a week, we're not on 24-7. We're on three hours a day. Uh, but we have a, t- a Discord server that is there 24 hours a day. And uh, right now, one of our earlier callers, Dan from Nebraska, is in there uh, having it out with some of the other chatters in our On Air Now forum or in, in the room. You can go and log in over at discord.lrn.fm. You know, it does take a, a little hoop jumping to get into the server. Discord servers aren't uh, easy to get into. You have to download an app. Uh, you then have to create a username and password for the app, and then you have to click on, uh, in your browser, you type in discord.lrn.fm. So there's like a three-step process in order to get in. But once you're in, it's super easy to uh, to stay in. Got to right? get the invite code. And, well, that's what the uh, discord.lrn.fm, it's the easy way to get the invite code. All right, so uh, we continue with your calls and your thoughts. Let's go back to the phones, to the fun. Cody is in Kentucky. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Cody. Hey guys, first hey, time caller. Thank you for what you're doing. Welcome back. Or and, welcome. Uh, yes. Go ahead. Thank you. Thank you for what you guys are doing. Hey, a uh, little bit of free speech is about this civil right is a little bit of torture. You know, this I experienced the police state coming back from Canada. I'm an oil and gas executive. I was driving from Toronto back to the states. I'm a natural born white guy mm-hmm. from the United States, and they searched my vehicle. Nothing. You know, not. Never been any illegal business, not carrying any contraband or anything. But then they took me in, and about an hour later, demanded all the passwords to my phones and Whoa. computers. Oh boy! And uh, which I refused to give them under Fourth Amendment grounds. What did they do? Did they confiscate you know? the devices? In the end, they did because I refused to give them that yep. password. See, I was I, I was a little bit uh, ahead of the game because I'd read an article on the Intercept a couple months ago about the. Uh, Journalist coming back from Mexico mm-hmm. into the Austin airport, and they were doing the same thing to him, yep. but not being. I'm politically active, but not in, not in a you know not being a journalist. So you knew the about the device searches. Does that mean that you were prepared? Meaning that you didn't really lose much more than the device itself. That you had backups of all the important information on that uh, on your laptop and phone. Well, I wasn't as prepared as I could be because I didn't I didn't think that it would be a target coming back, you know, between two first world countries. I never mm-hmm. imagined between yeah. you know, Canada and the United States. I'm so stunned. I'm, I'm starting to think I'm the not. government is just trying to get as much data dumps on people. Absolutely. As they they've been yeah. they've been dramatically increasing the number of people who they're uh, targeting for this searching. Um, it doesn't matter where you're coming back from. Well, they, it hasn't been discussed in a while, but a hundred miles from the border is the constitution free zone. That's right. the entire United States. But it's at the border where they have the, the ability to confiscate your devices. Yeah. If you are stopped at an in, internal checkpoint, they are not supposed to be confiscating devices there. So it's only at the border the, or the international airports. Laws antithetical to the Constitution you know, your you know, laws antithetical to the Constitution are null and void. Yeah, so sure. A lot of good that does to get your laptop back. 
Well, you know, two iPhones, actually, that's what they're concerned about because they know they're all encrypted really well, you know, so we'll see if they crack. Right, but yeah, what I'm saying is you can't just get out your constitution and wave it in their face and have them, oh, shoot, man, he knows his rights. All right, well, give him him his iPhones back. No, they're going to keep those forever until you file some sort of lawsuit against them by hiring an attorney, which, of course, will cost you more than the cost of one iPhone uh, in order to do that. So it's a total waste of, uh, of money to try to actually get these things back. Luckily, the Electronic Frontier Foundation does have a class action lawsuit that they are uh they're underway with as we speak if you haven't reached yeah if you haven't reached out to them i mean they probably don't need any more plaintiffs in that suit but it wouldn't hurt for you to just kind of give them a heads up and let them know this is what happened if you truly are squeaky clean unlike my uh, business partner here who runs basically (laughs) a uh you know hardcore libertarian radio show if you're like you know a squeaky clean oil exec you might be their rosa parks so um, it's probably worth yeah. uh, giving them a call. Reach out to those guys. Well, Cody was in. Go ahead. Well, it's just sad the police state. You know, I told the guys at the end. I said, I, I hope you guys are proud of what you're doing. You know, violate the Constitution like oh we are. You know, they're so brainwashed, hoping they're going to have their their big cushy government pensions. And as broke as this country is, they'll be lucky if the dollar is not devalued in the last next five years, yeah. like a lot of people are predicting. And uh, it's just a sad state of affairs. I honestly wonder, you know, they may have me targeted because they know I support gun groups and go to different protests every once in a while. They may. And I'm wondering, you know, if they're not trying to push some, some white guys over the edge. It was This was Thursday night, and then all of a sudden, within a day, we have these shootings. So there's something, you know, something. Hold on, just to be clear, you got thing. stopped on Thursday night. Yours was recent, very recent? Thursday- yeah, Thursday night at about eight thirty, and health at just after two a.m. Wow, that's a long and, detention. I would yeah, reach out to the EFF on that, um, since it's fresh in your mind and it's a fresh incident. You know, jot down an email to the EFF, Electronic Frontier Foundation. I think it's EFF.org is their website. They've got an email that you can contact their attorneys and uh, just you know run them through. You know, do a rundown of what happened. Give them a quick briefing and ask if there's anything you can do, do to help them with their their lawsuit or if that you would be of any use. And, and Cody, thanks for the call. I really appreciate All hearing right, from you tonight. Uh, the toll free number here is eight fifty five four fifty. Free, And there may be somebody out there saying, well, of course our Border Patrol needs to be able to look through devices. There's terrorists out there. The other you cons- guys are in favor of terrorism. The other concern is after they take your device and they take it out of your site, what are they putting onto it? Before I they have hand it no back? idea. That's so a great question. Even if you fight to get it back, you probably don't want to be carrying that device anymore. Mm-hmm. The country was set up by terrorists. Um, I mean, you know, <laughs> I, look, hey, ladies and gentlemen, this is a revolution that occurred in this country and the people that happened to win by by a hair the american civil war were terrorists by english standards mm-hmm. and uh, for what for whatever reason they decided to do it they included the bill of rights and that bill of rights says that you should you should be free of unreasonable searches uh, and seizures now the government has determined that at the border is a reasonable time to search and seize your crap. But the founders didn't. There's nothing in the Bill of Rights that says, oh, except at the border. It just says right. that you should be free of it. And and it's rights for everybody. It's rights not just for American citizens. It's rights for human beings, the people. That uh, Agreed. That is, yeah. uh, that's, that's 100% true. The, what, what they determine is reasonable in confiscating equipment is 
Well, I mean, yeah, I think you do need a higher level of uh, intrusiveness at the border. I mean, that just makes a certain amount of sense. But that doesn't mean they have the right to take your crap. You don't. I don't think we need border patrol at all. I think that uh, you know the libertarian position here is to abolish the abolish all of those agencies. If the United States government is going to continue to send its troops around the world, murdering abolish people's families and children, you're going to have lashback. And to stop I, that. as a stop U.S. Doing that too. Yeah, yeah, they need to stop yeah, that. Here, here, right. they haven't done that yet either. No, and and there's no politician uh, who's proposing that. Because, well, you know, they will lose votes if they say things like that. Tulsi Gabbard has been talking something like that, and they they hit they put out a hit piece on her every opportunity they get. Wow. All right, so we'll continue. We have time for you. If you're on the line with us, our toll-free number 855-450-FREE, which, by the way, those lines are loaded up right now. So if you get a busy signal, you can call on our Discord server where the lines there are wide open. Just go to discord.lrn.fm, and then you'll even sound better. As well, if you sound better, we're more likely to want to talk to you for longer because, well, it's easier to understand you. Yeah, that's uh, true. There's more coming up here. 855-450-3733 or discord.lrn.fm. This is the live Sunday edition of Free Talk Live. Are you a cryptocurrency advocate? The Crypto Tip is the ideal outreach tool to help new people discover cryptocurrency. It's a printable business card size tip that you can give to service providers, preferably in addition to a good cash tip. When the server scans the QR code, it'll bring up an explanation of cryptocurrency, how to install a wallet, and allow them to claim the tip. If they don't claim the crypto, you get your tip refunded to you after a time period you specify. Plus, if they do claim the tip, you get an email alert. Create as many tips as you want at CryptoTip.org. That's CryptoTip.org. It's Free Talk Live. You can join us here. The toll-free number is 855-450-FREE. Lines are loaded up right now, so if you're getting a busy signal, drop into our Discord server, where there's way more to do than just chat with us on the air. You can chat with other listeners on the Discord server around the clock. With you here tonight, it's Ian. Richie Rich. And Mark. You can go to the Discord over at discord.lrn.fm. And I want to say thank you to John T. Suter, who is a Free Talk Live silver amplifier. John contributes. Thank you, John. Yep, five bucks a month to the AMP program. AMP stands for Advertise, Market, and Promote. And he's one of our long timers. We've got a lot of folks who've been amping for uh, the show for many years and really appreciate uh, all the ongoing support. Of course, appreciate people who've only been doing it for a week as well. Sure. And uh, thank you for those who've gone to amp.freetalklive.com like John did and signed up there. Silver is our standard level. That's the level that we ask for. But some people do more. Some people do gold, which is 10 bucks a month or even more than that. Over at amp.freetalklive.com, you will get some benefits. You get some perks as a result of becoming an amplifier. And one of those perks is access to the amp uh, chat rooms on the Discord uh, that I was just telling you about. That's one of them. You can get the full list of benefits and some of the things that we do with the money. We also share that with you there on the AMP site. You can go to learn more and get signed up with credit card or PayPal or even Bitcoin BTC at ampamp.freetalklive.com. Let's go back to your calls and thoughts here. We're going to give Michael another, or excuse me, Miguel, another try in Virginia that's right, Beach. That's right, his name up again. Uh, that's, uh, that's back with us here. It was a little discombobulated before, so I wanted to make sure you had enough time to kind of get your thoughts together. Go ahead, Miguel. Okay. So, um, as, a, as a rebuttal to that uh, Nebraska guy mm-hmm. who was talking about how uh, these this image board, if you take it down, then it'll probably disperse and 
won't ever come back again or something. Yeah, he was saying that the 8chaners would, uh, if 8chan were taken down, that it would make it difficult for many of the 8chan users to figure out what to do next, and many of them would just drop off and they would not find whatever the next thing was. I don't buy it. I believe I I have a bit more faith in their, uh, I guess, competence Mm -hmm. of uh, how they're going to be able to spring back up they're already, uh, I guess, the core group of their user base is already refugees from, I guess, 4chan. Right. Or other sites where they've been kicked out. Yeah, other sites they've been kicked out or were banned and decided to go over there. And they've already, I guess, slowly, through, I guess, the bad press like this in sort of a morbid way, have gained a bit of an audience. And now, even when you, I, I guess, go over there and see if what they have anything to say about it. They're already talking about uh, alternative sites to go there. Mm-hmm. I bet in they case, are. Yeah. In case the press is a bit too much for them this time, and actually the site does go down under heavy pressure. Right. In case the other people who, dis, uh, who dislike free speech, who don't have any libertarian sensibilities at all, which is, I don't know, 99 plus percent of the people who dislike free speech, um, then, you know, the, the well, it's coming, folks. They've got a plan, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Miguel? Apparently there's already, there, there's apparently several sites they could go to, uh, such as, uh, I guess, for, for their particular needs, much like how Reddit has subreddits. Have they uh, named any names? Are they uh, are there any of them that you heard of before the other sites? There's a apparently there was a good compilation for uh, all the image board sites called uh, allthechans.org that showcases <laughs> uh, several contenders, I believe. So they want to keep going to these uh, these Chan style sites because I know that there's on Branding. the Darknet, I know there's the uh, Dread forums, which is like a Darknet version of Reddit. I think it's called Dread. Okay. Uh, it may be Dreadit. I'm not sure, but it's, nice. uh, it's Dread something or other. And so that's I bet some really awful things go on there. Uh, I think there's a lot of Darknet market uh, talk, but I haven't looked further beyond that. That's what that's how I found it. But uh, there may be other sub forums there. Uh, Miguel, thanks for go ahead quickly. I believe there's also an image board site specifically on the Tor network that yeah is a bit more well-kept anonymously. I suspect you're right about that, Miguel. Yeah. Thanks for sharing your thoughts here tonight. I think that, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with Miguel on this one. This isn't hard, okay? Yeah. You don't need to be a techno wizard to figure out I've where... Been on, I went on Silk Road. All yeah. I had to do was want to go. And that was 2011 or 2012 or whatever, Yeah, it was like right? 2012. Yeah. I haven't wanted to go back. I just wanted to go on and say, well, I've been here. I wanted yep. to send a message to Dread Pirate Roberts and see if I got something back. Did I even need to hold your hand on how to do nope, that? Nope, I did it all on my own. Wow. That shows how easy it truly I just was. Went in, you know, how do you download the Tor network? Yeah, now it's easier than it ever was because now all you have to do is download the Tor browser for whatever your platform oh, is. Oh, I see. Run the Tor browser and then put the URL in there. If you don't know the URL, yeah. you can search around and if you're you know if you look for a few minutes you can usually find whatever where did the eight channers go you know like find out where this stuff yeah and is happening the other thing is again to reiterate you want to keep them in the open so you can you know have easy access to monitor what they're doing i think so let's go on here though with your calls and thoughts next up it's drew in virginia beach listening to wnis hello drew 
Hey, how's it going? So, first of all, I honestly don't know what the the HN thing is, but whatever it is, I believe there should be free speech and free information, whether I like it or don't like it. Um, I agree with you. Just to be clear, Drew, it's 8chan, like the number 8, and then C-H-A-N. As in channel. channel. Okay. Yeah, 8chan. I'll look it up. I'll look it up. Please don't. (laughs) Please don't. Please do. (laughs) Please do. I mean, see what's there. You know? So, um, I mean, you know, I just, whatever. And I just noticed something about the, you know, from Virginia Beach, we had a Virginia Beach shooting, you know, several weeks ago. I just find it interesting, like, the lack, the way the the news filters out what they're going to tell you and not tell you. So prior to the Virginia Beach shooting, you always got a rundown of, of the shooter, or the, person, the suspect's age, gender, photograph, mm-hmm. their race, and possibly their name. And then afterwards, you know, the ones afterwards, the same thing, age, gender, race, photograph, you know, 21-year-old white guy, blah, blah, blah. I've heard it all day on the news about Walmart, right? But when it happened to be someone who didn't fit the profile in Virginia Beach, they were like, oh, we're not going to give this guy. We're not going to say it. It was like, we're not going to say his name. We're not going to show his picture. We're not going to give him any credit because we're going to stop this stuff. And it took several days before I realized that he didn't look like what we expect, you know, the stereotype of a shooter. Didn't fit the name. I didn't even know that. That's news to me. It, the thing is, like he was—he happened to be a black guy. I mean, there's good, there's good people and bad people of all different colors. Sure. But I just found it very interesting that suddenly they wanted to do this. This uh, oh, we're not going to utter his name, and they only uttered it one time. And mm. here, at you know, this is the local at, at the local station. People right. didn't even realize until days after that he just happened not to be a white guy. I just find it interesting yeah. that when something doesn't fit the narrative, the pop news culture doesn't want to mention it. And I don't know. I, I would think that that's dangerous. If we're looking at, they say, well, if you see something, say something. But if you're filtering out the statistics, then people are going to assume yeah. that you get what I'm saying. That it'll always be a white guy or, or whatever. Well, right. That's also why right. they don't talk about these active shooters that get put down early on in the process before it comes a mass shooting. Because mm. those are usually in areas where someone you know was carrying openly or concealed or wasn't a gun-free zone. It's the good guy with the gun the thing. Good, yeah, the sure. good guy with the gun sure. thing. And that never makes the news or the mainstream media yeah, I think because it doesn't fit the narrative. I think your observation is very interesting, Drew, and I think that, again, it does back up what you'd said, that we need to have more information. We don't need to have less information. Uh, Let the information flow. That's what information desires to do. That's what it should do, Um, and any time that it's restricted, we're all worse off because of it, even if it's despicable, even if the things that are being said are are terrifying or awful or whatever. I'd rather see that available than see the world that would result from trying to restrict it. Drew, great call tonight. Thanks for sharing your thoughts. Uh, If you want to join us here, our toll-free number, it's 855-450-FREE. We've got the remaining moments of Free Talk Live on the way and a full board of phone calls. If you are on the line, we will do our best uh, to get you on here. It's been uh, – we we had show prep beyond, you know, this uh, this one (laughs) topic. It wasn't the one thing. (laughs) uh, But, uh, you know, interestingly, we got more response from you, our listeners – on the question of stopping 8chan, then we did just generally talking about this psychopath and his ideas last night. It was more of like a, a dissection of him last night uh, and you know what he believed. And tonight, what do people want to do about it? Uh, we've had uh, heard both both sides here. People who want to see restrictions uh, to speech engaged in voluntarily and those who are saying, no, let it be said. There's more on the way. Free talk. It is Free Talk Live. 
you bring up what you want, take control of the airwaves here in the remaining moments. Maybe enough time if you get online now, 855-450-FREE. That's 855-450-3733. Or you can join us on our Discord server at discord.lrn.fm. we got a bunch of great features on our website and uh, the, another great feature is the fact that we've got live video streaming available on two, actually three different platforms. We don't generally talk about the YouTube one because it's the least of the quality uh, choices, but we're on YouTube still. Uh, we're also, it's the big one. We're also on – it's amazingly still used by people. Uh, we're also on Twitch and also DLive. You can go to dlive.lrn.fm and follow us there. We're looking to hit 1,000 followers on DLive. We have hit 1,000 on Twitch within the last few weeks. And you can follow us on Twitch over at twitch.lrn.fm as we go to more of your calls and thoughts. It's Ian, Richie, and Mark in the studio tonight. Let's go to the phones where Bo is on the line in New York listening on the radio. Bo, where are you calling from in New York? Potsdam. Potsdam. Welcome. You're on Free Talk Live. When there's a, a church shooting in Keene, New Hampshire. Okay, Richie. you are banned from the show, sir. Uh, we go on with uh, other callers. Let's talk to Pat in Virginia. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Pat. Hey, how you guys doing tonight? Hey, Pat. What's on your mind? Oh, um, do you recall uh, that uh, pilot that... Um, Landed uh, on one of them busy roads out there in Washington State this week. Oh, recently? Yeah. No, I don't yeah, know anything about this. It was a it was a single uh, single seat like little prop plane, mm-hmm. and he timed his he had a, like an engine malfunction. Yep. And he timed his landing on the highway, and like miraculously, a, a state trooper caught it on video as he's landing on the yeah, highway, and he stops yeah. right before a red light. It's ridiculous. Yeah. It looks like a movie scene, but he like he timed it so the gap, the traffic gap, left him enough. So he room. fit right in between the cars, basically. No, no, there are no cars. He, waited, oh, okay. he like got a, a stretch of clear yeah, where the cars were stopped. It was it was amazing. Yeah, go on, caller. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it, like like he said, it was amazing. But uh, they said something about they um, might find him through the FAA. Oh, God. Of course they would. Like, oh, this guy's in jeopardy. He's managed to land his plane safely. Let's write him a ticket. Yeah, Pat, thanks right. for the call tonight. Appreciate it. Wow, I'm surprised he was able to dial the phone. Let's go <laughs> on here. We continue. We've got Joan calling from Long Island. Uh, listening. Hey, good evening, guys. How you doing tonight? Listening on your Alexa. Go ahead, Joan. Good. Yeah, um, early uh, Sunday night. I there's nothing on TV. I'm happy to listen to you guys. Listen, I have an issue. You guys think that we should just like relax the border totally and let everybody come in that's not right that's what um, i think freedom yep. baby i don't all think right, that listen I, I don't want you to think that i'm a, a immigrant hater i certainly am not okay i've got a lot of immigrants around me here where i live skeptical. i respect their work ethic they work very hard and uh i yeah. appreciate their effort and i also appreciate their ambition they want to get ahead mm-hmm. i feel like there's uh, a when they're coming. in my yard doing my landscaping i go out there with water and cookies uh, i try to treat nice. them with respect i appreciate them okay i know what it is when you're hungry and you want to have a job gotcha however uh, i don't know any of the country in the world that does not have any kind of border protection why would you want to be like the other countries uh well because we got hit on 9-11 and we did not see it coming That's they were thing. all here legally uh uh you know what? I don't know how they got here. 
legally. <laughs> somehow they got in and New York got hit. And, and one other thing. Um, the FBI uh, knew about where it? I live on Long Island. Hold on. Before so you get to your one other wait. thing, how is a bunch of bureaucrats demanding obedience and paperwork and cash from people going to stop somebody from hijacking an airplane if that's what they want to Listen, do? Listen, you don't have to tell me anything about bureaucrats because they have no respect for Republicans or Democrats. They were all bought and paid for. Okay. I'm well, I wasn't telling you. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, I wasn't telling you anything about them. I asked you. How are you expecting these bureaucrats, those are the Border Patrol, okay, whether they be the people that process paperwork or the people standing around with guns or whatever, uh, these bureaucrats are somehow going to stop a violent act from being taken place by requiring paperwork and money? Because that's what it takes, right? You have to hire an attorney to jump through all these Border Patrol, uh, INS or whatever hoops that they have to do it legally, to fill out all the damn paperwork, to submit it with all the application fees, to jump through the ridiculous hoops. That's all we're talking about is just hoops, legal hoops. Well, you know what? God bless the Border Patrol. They Why? have a job to do. And most of them are... Screw their job. <laughs> no, screw their job. Yeah. What are you saying? Screw the country? Yeah, screw we the U.S. The United States government can go burn down as far as I'm concerned. All those government oh goons, gosh, tyrants, please, and despots. Guys, let's get real, please. I thought you said you didn't we like bureaucracy. and human trafficking. Don't you give a crap about that? Absolutely. That's why I advocate for the legalization it? of prostitution. That way human trafficking well, will go down to next to zero. What about six- and seven-year-old little girls and boys? Well, sometimes that, that happens. But you will admit that the vast majority of human trafficking that they're talking about is just coyotes taking people you know across what? the border, one right? One or two is one or two too many. We well, have to protect these children. Well, how is two, hold on? Okay. How is arresting adults for having sex for money protecting children? They should be locked up like that guy Epstein. That's going down. You didn't answer finally. my question. I said, how is it arresting adults? For having sex with each other for money is protecting children. Listen, I don't care what adults do with each other. Well, then but you I would do support care about the exploitation of children. Same here. And I don't Great. care if they're legal or illegal. I'm we with you, John. There's no doubt about them. it. I am totally with you. People should not be forced into slavery, whether it's sex slavery or some other kind of slavery. Uh, that is wrong. However, it sounds Thank like you. you did just agree with me that prostitution should be legalized. So you agree yeah, with that? Okay, I have good. No but I think we should try to protect innocent children that are being used. And you don't no need doubt. the Border Patrol for that. Yeah, the, yeah, I don't think the Border Patrol stops that. They're much, not going to do that. Yeah. Th- thanks for the call tonight, Joan. Appreciate it. Uh, in fact, the Border Patrol and the fact that there are restrictions on being able to come here actually puts children in danger. Because the parents who want to migrate here, but they don't want to jump through the ridiculous paperwork, or maybe they don't feel like they can, or they can't afford it, or they don't understand it, or whatever... They're going to come here anyway, and they're going to bring their kids. Some of them are buying kids to come over. And they will either try to do it on their own and, you know, risk whatever desert demise that they could encounter. Or they Um, turn themselves in and then they're all locked in cages. I mean, kids are locked in cages right now having their psyche scarred by the U.S. government. By the U.S. government. Yeah, that's happening too. Or the parents will hire a coyote to bring them across the border, which means they may get packed in the back of some dreadfully hot truck is there uh or god knows you know what else horrible things could happen but that you know one of the typical stories that you'll hear about is you'll find a truck full of bodies 
because, well, they packed him in there, but they didn't give him any water to drink while they were, you know, uh, tr- you know, transporting and smuggling them across the border, and you end up with dead children that way. So is that how you want the children to die? Because they will continue dying that way. And activists who are leaving water in the desert for them to get are getting arrested for that activism. And they're well. taking what? the water. Or destroying the water. Yes. What is the crime leaving water in the desert? Is it a littering charge? I, I mean, know. what is that? What does that even mean? Aiding illegal, aiding illegal immigration or something to that effect? Wow, I, I'd have to look it up. But yeah, that's a, that's a thing. The news story is already out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had not heard that. Uh, that's. I Are mean, I guess I, sh- I guess I shouldn't be surprised by it. But man, that is just so. That's so cold. Yeah, I mean, that is horrifying. So if you want to join the show, uh, you're certainly welcome to do so. Our toll free number is eight fifty five four fifty three. Uh, we banned burn through a bunch of calls there, Mark. Okay, great. Uh, 8chan has been run out of the Philippines by Jim Watkins, a U.S. Army veteran since 2015, since uh, the original creator of the site gave up control. The site remains completely uh, unmoderated or nearly completely unmoderated, according to the New York Times, and its commitment to keeping up even the most violent speech has made it a venue for extremists to test out ideas, share violent literature, and cheer on the perpetrators of mass killings. Users on 8chan frequently lionize mass shooters using jokey internet vernacular, referring to their body counts as high scores, and creating memes praising the killers. Mr. Brennan gross. has a condition known as brittle bone disease and uses a wheelchair has tried to distance himself from the site he founded and its current owners. In March, uh, he interviewed with the Wall Street Journal. He expressed his regrets over his role in the site's creation and warned that the violent culture that had taken root on 8chan's boards could lead to more mass shootings. After the El Paso shooting, he seemed resigned to the fact that it had. Quote, another 8chan shooting, he tweeted Saturday. Am I ever going to be able to move on with my life? Unquote. Should have been able to do that when he sold the site. <laughs> Watkins, who runs 8chan along with his son Ronald, has remained defiant in the face of criticism and has resisted calls to moderate or shut down the site. On Sunday, a banner at the top of 8chan's homepage read, quote, Welcome to 8chan, the darkest reaches of the internet, unquote. Nice. Uh, Watkins did not respond to multiple requests for comments. 8chan's critics tried a different tactic to get the site shut down, trying to pressure its service providers, including its web host, to cut off Watkins. One provider, Cloudflare, makes software that protects websites, including 8chan, from cyber attacks. In 2017, they did shut down the Daily Stormer. So, not sure what they're going to do in this case. As it develops, we will bring it to you here on Free Talk Live. In the meantime, join us online over at freetalklive.com. LRN.FM now has a Discord. Discord is a free text and voice chat platform, and we now have our own server with a bunch of channels at discord.lrn.fm. You can join other listeners as they chat about various things during our live shows, or anytime, day or night. Discord software is available cross-platform, so you can have it on whatever device you want and take your chats anywhere. Join our Discord at discord.lrn.fm. That's discord.lrn.fm.